With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Now. All right. Crank it a little bit, too. What? Turn it up. Okay. I'll tell you when. That's perfect. Yep. Yes, folks. It's light my fire, however, and it is appropriate for this show, however, as we are now in the week 14 of the Raw Radio Show, and we are back here for on Monday, October the 26th, 2015. I'm your host, the Human Suplex, or should I say, the Iceman Charity Drama. Sorry about that, folks. I got tongue-tied there to start out the show there. With me is my good friend, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross from Virginia today, as we are in the week 14. We've got some big guests coming up for you for this rare Halloween week, however, and believe me, we got a lot to dive into, John. We're going to have a big panel today on the show, won't we? Oh, yeah. Of course, the number is 1-724-4444-7444, pound one three eight seven four four. and the number one. You can join us on the panel this afternoon. We are going to have some surprises. As we said, we're going to have our good friend, uh, Ralph Atkinson, Mr. Wrestling, stopping by maybe later today. We're also going to have some other guests. Maybe the King, Gerard T. Smith, might stop by. We might have Mr. WCW, Chad Elvis Hinshaw, might stop by. The mayor of Suplex City might also stop by, Michelle Lindot. And my good friend, as well as John's good buddy, who was at the Hell in a Cell paper, we're going to talk about kicking into the show today, our good friend LT, Tim Randall's joining us live from beautiful, sunny L.A., Los Angeles, California, where last night, John, it was quite an event there at the Staples Center, to say the very least. No, it was, definitely. Let's get into discussing that, however, before we get our expert panel, one of our expert panelists joining us to show here on the show, and that is LT, who was at the show, in case you're wondering. Uh, he was at the show last night. I had a chance to talk to him earlier in the day. He told me he was going to the show, and, of course, John has seen pictures. I have seen pictures, and he's going to give us his firsthand account of the show. So let's get into it right away. The show, of course, last night was Hell in a Cell at the Staples Center last night, however. And our first match, John, of last night, however, was that big six-person tag that kicked off the pre-show. The show-off Dolph Ziggler was Cesaro and his partner, the high-flying sensation Adrian Neville, taking on Seamus Rusev and King Barrett. And as a result, Dolph and company get a little payback after what happened last Monday night in Dallas by getting the big win in less than 11 and a half minutes. Your thoughts about the opener? Well, you see, it was a pretty good back-and-forth match, and that settles the score one-to-one. Well, I have a feeling we're going to see a rubber match tonight. Indeed, indeed. And Raw, of course, will be in the 619 area code tonight. In case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, down there in beautiful San Diego, California, they will be in Phoenix, Arizona tomorrow night. 
for SmackDown, which would be very interesting. Of course, Arizona hosting the big Monday night game there in Glendale tonight as they take on the Baltimore Ravens and uh, Joe Flacco on Monday night football. Next, however, we have the U.S. title opening match, however, which John Cena put his U.S. title on the line, however, against the surprise opponent. We were guessing Tyler Breeze, Dolph Ziggler, even Daniel Bryan, but no, the shocking surprise return of Alberto Del Rio and Zeb Coulter surprised us all, and including the WWE Universe for that matter, and as a result, Zeb Coulter sent John Cena into a little bit of a mini-vacation, if you will, by taking away his U.S. title in a pretty good opener in eight minutes last night. John, your thoughts about this one? I got to say, you know, I was very surprised to hear Alberto Del Rio, because when Zed Coulter announced it, I was like, no flipping way. Yeah, I think we all said the no flipping way, and we could have said something else too, but we're going to keep it PG here on the show. But yeah, I mean, I think after what happened last year how with the whole ordeal with Del Rio, I didn't think they were going to ever bring him back into the company after what happened last year with the little issues with management and everything, but apparently I guess they came to terms on a new deal or something like that, however, and as a result, he has now left AAA Mexico and also Lucha Underground, it looks like, as he is back in the WWE, it looks like, for a while, and as a result, he is your new U.S. champion. Uh, with that said, let's talk about one of the better matches of the night, John. This one was probably the best match I'd seen with these two all year. Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt stole the show for me, and I think the whole Staples Center crowd, 22 minutes they gave it. Roman Reigns ends up on top by beating Mr. Bray Wyatt. Oh, yes, that was a show stealer. Probably one of the best matches, the greatest matches Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt has ever had this year. No and, question. Uh, the way that these two put their bodies on the line, I mean, I mean, tables, candlesticks, chairs, you name it, yep. they went through it. Oh, they did. They did, believe me. The 15,705 at the Staples Center definitely saw a great, great war with these two. And I don't think this war is far from over yet, believe it or not. We'll get into that, telling you why in a few minutes. Next, we have the New Day taking on the Dullies. And just when we thought the Dullies were going to get their 10th reign under the wraps, however, the New Day come out with another cheap victory, minus Xavier Woods, who, by the way, is getting married, however, or just got married recently. We're going to send out our congrats to him and his new lovely bride. Uh, they end up uh, beating the Dudleys, and the Dudleys end up getting the short end of the stick once again as Xavier's company uh, basically beat up on Devon and Bubba Ray, but the Dudleys almost had a chance to leave Los Angeles with the gold. Can we see it finally happen tonight, John? Well, I hope so. Yep, I definitely agree with you there. And then we go to one of the few good matches that I was really looking forward to, however, the Charlotte-Nikki Bella match. Of course, Charlotte ends up retaining the belt here in 10 minutes and 40 seconds, but reports say, however, that Charlotte suffered a broken nose in this match, surprisingly, and we'll get more accounts on that from our roving reporter who is at the Staples Center here in just a little bit here, and we hope to hear from him shortly, as well as the rest of you, 1-724-444-7444. Pound one three eight seven four four, and the number one you can join us right now. Me and John Gross here. We are hoping to have some more people join us on this rare October twenty sixth, twenty fifteen show. Here, episode fourteen. Fourteen weeks we've been in already, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't seem like it, but it's been a great ride so far. And we're glad you could join us each and every Monday. You can join us from three to five. Also, you can listen to Attitude Radio with Michelle Lynn Dodds and Gerard T. Smith. They'll be talking about uh, a great Hell in a Cell, I'm sure. Raw and SmackDown this week, as well as previewing NXT from this past week, and also the Survivor Series. However. This Saturday night on Halloween Night Hour, as Paul and Paula Heyman will be breaking it down for you from 9 to 11.30, one three eight nine two, and the number is the same, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Also on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, as well as Friday, you can listen to Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, Gregory Kramer, 
of course, the Diesel, who is uh, without our uh, group today. Of course, we'd like to say hello to him. we also like to say hello to Gerard T. Smith, as we said, the King. He will be uh, hopefully on the panel with us today and with Chad on uh, WCW U.S. Revolution Radio, as well as Wolfpack Radio Thursday night, Anne-Marie Reckenbach, the JML Experience, Jeff Teeters, our news panelist, Ralph Atkinson, and, of course, so many more people. You can uh, imagine we have a scorecard to keep a line of each and every one of you. And, of course, John is in the chat box each and every week, except for Mondays when he's with me as my co-host here on Raw Radio. All right, John, we're going to talk about another – well, as I was talking about Charlotte and Nikki there, John, sorry about that. I got tongue-tied. Again, I'm getting tongue-tied quite a bit here early oh. in the show today. But uh, okay. uh, we were talking about Charlotte and Nikki, however. we I just mentioned the whole thing with Charlotte's nose, however. Uh, I want to ask you about that first and also about the, what happened after when Paige came out with Becky Lynch. And apparently Paige was joining with her BFFs, if you will. I don't understand what that was all about. Maybe you could explain to our fans about uh, what happened out there with the whole Nikki uh, nose injury to Charlotte and also what Paige did afterwards. Your thoughts? Yeah, I really don't understand that. I mean, you know, you got to know that got to know that Paige has been cutting all those Paige bombs recently on Charlotte. Yes. For her to celebrate with Charlotte, I mean, one minute she's healed and the next she wants to be a face. I mean, come on, Paige, seriously. Yeah, it's confusing. It's confusing. I mean, and I think the reason why something was up with that, I heard that the four horsewomen were at ringside minus Ronda Rousey, who was supposed to be at that show. I think that's what led to it. I don't know. We're going to get, again, more accounts on this eventually here on the show this afternoon from our uh, reporter who was at the scene, LT, Tim Randalls, of course, who will be joining us here hopefully very shortly, along with the rest of you. Hopefully you can call in and give us your opinion as well. Um... Let's go to the next match. Seth Rollins versus uh, Corporate Kane, if you will, however. The Demon King, I should say. Thank you. I got. Uh, I knew it was something. Anyway, Corporate Kane is now out. The Demon is still alive, however, but Corporate Kane is now out. Uh, Seth Rollins wins clean here, John, surprisingly, with no help here in 15 minutes. Your thoughts about this matchup between Rollins and Kane last night? Well, that wasn't, you know, it wasn't no surprise that Rollins did everything in his power the big Kane, and Kane was desperate to keep his job, you know? Yes. But, you know, when Rollins, when that powerbomb for the table changed everything. It did, and the thing is, it didn't, the table didn't break, but you know what? That leads me to wonder, who's going to be the new uh, corporate guy tonight? They keep saying Shawn Michaels might be back again tonight. They're talking about Brad Max, who I hope to God I won't bring back to television. It's going to be interesting to see who they bring in tonight, how his new uh, corporate uh, assistant to Triple H and Stephanie. And by the way, speaking of Mr. and Mrs. Game, again, we would like to wish them a very special happy anniversary to both of them. It is their wedding anniversary, believe it or not. I believe it was today or this past weekend. So from all of us here at Raw Radio and other shows, as well, Revolution Attitude, Wolfpack. We'd like to say congratulations to Paul and uh, Stephanie from all of us uh, for 12 great years. Here's to many more and your wonderful kids. However, we are thinking of you here today on the show. All right, next we go to the IC title match, however, with Ryback and Kevin Owens. And this was sort of the popcorn break match, as I like to call it here on the show. I can think of another name, but I'm going to say popcorn break. This went six minutes long. Kevin Owens retains the belt. I'm not surprised here. KO won with a pop-pop powerbomb. John, your thoughts? Not surprised, Fever. And the feud finally comes to an end, or has it. But 
Who else will face Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental title? That's a big question. Who is the next person that's going to step in and take uh, Owens uh, to task for that IC belt? Because right now I think Owens is doing fantastic as an IC champion, and I think he's got the crowd hating him more and more, especially the way he ripped on the Lakers last night, calling Magic Johnson Magic Jackson. I mean, that was kind of interesting. Well, who knows what he's got up his sleeve tonight in the 619 and later this week in Phoenix. We're going to see about that in time. But now we're going to talk about the match, the match that everyone has been talking about since last night, The Undertaker Brock Three, the final chapter or was it? As a result, the taker loses in 18 minutes. But, of course, the big story here, John, is what happened after the match. And also during the match, during the match, we heard that Stephanie, or not Stephanie, excuse me, Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn, the head bigwig and the writer of WWE Raw, were said to be very upset about the blood loss, however, in this matchup. We don't know if it was deliberate. We don't know if it was intentional. Uh, John, I want to get your take on this whole scenario before I talk about what happened after the match. Your thoughts? Oh, definitely. Definitely McMahon and Dunn were very upset about the blood, and we didn't know what was going to happen until under, we knew this match was going to be brutal, but yep. but we knew it was going to be a physical match, and I mean, the way he had Undertaker and Brock go back and forth, mm-hmm. and then Brock hit the desperate low blow, and then the F5 and got the win. Yep, exactly. And it was oh, a- Match Undertaker. Yes. Undertaker said, as if to say, you did good. Well, I think he did great, and I think the fans definitely saw Taker maybe fight one of his final matches uh, as far as Hell in a Cell goes, but I think he has another match or two left in. We're going to have to keep an eye on that, but obviously what happened after was even more interesting is the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan, carrying the Taker out and beating up the Undertaker first, then carrying him out sort of like in a crucifixion scene from ECW back in the day with Raven and Sandman. And we thought Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose were going to come out and maybe help the Taker. I still think that they're setting up something that, that next month at Survivor Series since this is the silver anniversary of the Taker's legacy when he made his debut. We're going to have to keep our eyes and ears peeled on that. We don't know what's going to happen there. We do know that Brock Lesnar is not going to be at the show tonight in San Diego. We imagine Paul Heyman might be there talking about the whole scenario. Uh, as we said, however, uh, Xavier Woods will not be there tonight because he recently got married. John Cena is now on vacation for a couple months. Apparently, Randy Orton is also on vacation, we understand, and also about to get remarried soon. Congratulations to him and his new lovely wife, however. So Raw is going to be very interesting to watch tonight in the 619, needless to say. But uh, with that said, that is our Hell in a Cell um, recap. We hope, again, to have more uh, stories about this and other stories coming up on the show here this afternoon on Raw Radio one seven two four 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 four. 7444138744 and the pound number one. You can join us right now. I am the Iceman along with the Human Suplex Machine. Of course, we're expecting more on this wonderful, wonderful uh, Halloween week, if you will. Let's just say October 26th, 2015. How I almost uh, said the wrong year. But uh, that being said, uh, before we get into birthdays and also uh, dates in history, John, I'm going to ask you on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this show? I gave this about a 6.5 going towards a 7. Uh, so how about an eight? You gave it a higher rating than me. Okay, very good, very good. All right, John's got some wrestling dates in history, I'm sure, for us, as well as birthdays. So let's uh, turn it over to him right now with the birthday list, as well as dates in history. John, go right ahead. All right. We know that there wasn't a show on Saturday, so I'm going to do Saturday. All right, we'll do Saturday. Start with Saturday. Please do. All right, 16 years ago. Yes. Was Halloween having 1999 when... When Hogan laid down for Sting and Goldberg beat Sting for the 
WCW world title, but however, yes. the result wouldn't stand. That's right. That's right. I remember that show. Um, that was one of the last times uh, they were in Las Vegas because, of course, they were in Las Vegas in the mid-90s, however, mind you, at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. I do recall that, yes. And also, also, WWE hosted Bragging Rights. Yes. That was in my hometown. Of, that was in Pittsburgh. 2010. And that was in Pittsburgh, wasn't it? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. I remember the one year they had in Pittsburgh, though. That's right. That's right. Um, one date in history I will take out of your uh, playbook here, John, is what happened 18 years ago today on this date. 1997, ladies and gentlemen, October 26, 1997, the first Halloween Havoc at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, however. And two of the matches on that show, however, were show stealers Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. If you've never seen that match, folks, you owe it to yourself to watch that one of the greatest cruiserweight matches I've ever seen. And John will attest to that. And also the big Las Vegas sudden death match between Diamond Dallas Page and the late great, oh yeah, brother, Randy Macho Man Savage with his lovely wife, formerly the lovely first lady of wrestling, Miss Elizabeth, and of course Kimberly Page in the corner of DDP. Uh, John, what do you remember about Halloween Havoc 97? Um, well, I remember all those great matches, and, you know, it's probably one of the best out there. Yep. WCW 97 Halloween Havoc was awesome, man. It was. I mean, you had two great matches, like I said. You couldn't beat Eddie and Ray and DDP and Savage in a Las Vegas uh, street fight. I mean, they could have gone up and down the strip and all the way out to Las Vegas Boulevard and towards Hoover Dam. The same with Eddie and Ray. Those four guys just absolutely stole the show from me. Eddie and Ray especially. I love the Cruiserweights. I've always been a Cruiserweight fan, whether it be Jericho, Eddie, Ray, Malenko, Mysterio, Juventud, Conan, it doesn't really matter. They always put on a great effort time and time again. And for the birthday list, what do we got as far as Saturday, John? Any good birthdays that happen on Saturday? Yeah, it wasn't the uh, 81st birthday of Dusty Rhodes' former manager, Sapphire. Ooh, sweet Sapphire. Okay, uh, Juanita Wright, very good, yes. Yep, she died in 1996. Yes, uh, I think she was uh, had diabetes, I believe that was the problem, or a heart condition. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, let me get October 25th up. All right. Thing a long time. So. No problem. Take your time. Uh, you- I will say, though, I can mention the birthday safe for me, too, while I'm doing that. Uh, to birthdays today, we got to wish these three people happy birthday on our list. The Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, ladies and gentlemen, 66. That's right, the great Kevin Sullivan. Whether you loved him or hated him, Booker, whatever, Booker man or manager or crazy guy in general, he was all those things. He's still kicking at 66. So from our uh, panel here at Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, a former Bostonian native, happy birthday to you, sir. 66 years young today. You don't look a day over 50. You look like you're in your 40s, my man. And speaking of 40s, another great guy there, John, Takamin Jinoku, the first WWE light heavyweight champion turning 42. And when I think of Taka, I think back in the day with him and Shofunaki, but I also remember when he was also a member of the BWO in Japan, however, the BWO Japan contingent at Barely Legal 97. Indeed. <laughs> and speaking of indeed, one of my favorites, one of John's favorites, one of hopefully all your favorites out there, CM Punk, folks, the best in the world, 37 years old today. Punk, we love you, baby. Happy birthday to you, sir. You deserve this day, however, and many more to come with your lovely wife, AJ Lee. Of course, 
So that being said, I know you're not real happy about your boys losing there to the Mets, however. They had a good year. They had a great year, not knocking them. But uh, we hope you have a great birthday, and I know you're cheering on your Blackhawks now and hoping to see them win Lord Stanley Cup once more, however, and who knows how many more. But uh, all of us here at the show want to say happy birthday to you. I know your fans miss you like myself, however, but again, you're enjoying your birthday today without question. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, the number is 1-724-444-7444, pound one three eight seven four four in the number one. You can join us this afternoon. I am the Iceman along with the Human Suplex Machine. We are expecting, hopefully, Mr. Ralph Atkinson, Mr. Rasslin joining us shortly. We're also hoping expecting more of the King Gerard T. Smith might stop by. Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Queen Diva, might say she could swing by if she has some time. I know she's very busy these days, keeping busy. We're all thinking of you, Michelle. We love you and miss you. Also, Ralph Atkinson, Mr. Wrestling, as I said. Uh, Tim Randalls, of course, formerly of BLK Sheep Radio and, of course, Blog Talk Radio, of course, might swing by. He, of course, was at the Hell in a Cell. He told me earlier today he might be swinging by our show again today. He might... So he's looking forward to it. And, of course, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw. We also like to have more people stop by if they have any time. We'd like to call in, of course, uh, the JML Experience, Jeff Teeters, Anne-Marie Reckenbach, Rhonda Rush-Wright. Rush, we hope you're doing well out there along with your family. And we hope you're all enjoying this show here on this afternoon's show today. So, uh, okay, that is uh, our panelist, if you will, so far that could maybe swing by this afternoon. Now, I think John's got the October 25 birthdays and dates, so let's turn it back to him now. I think, John, you got those ready to go? Yes. Go ahead. Please tell us the October 25 dates. All right. 17 years ago, in 1998, WCW had Halloween Havoc once again, but the event had infamous place in history the event ran three and a, the pay-per-view event ran three and a half hours instead yes. of the usual three. Mmm, and I think that was the DDP Goldberg match uh, that night, and wasn't also, it? Well, the conclusion of the Hogan Warrior match as well. Yes, that's right. Both matches that night. WCW got a little flack from that. I do recall that now. Yep, yep. Yep. And 16 years ago today on Raw's War in 1999, Ivory beat the fabulous Moolah to win the WWE Women's Championship. And that's... I'm sorry. No. And also, Big Generation X returned that same night. Ooh, okay, okay. Very good, very good. I think that time when Ivory... I think that's when when Ivory B. Mool, if I recall, that was about the same time she had just joined up with Stevie Richards in the Right to Censor group. China would be challenging her down the road for that belt, I recall, unless I could be mistaken. But I know at one time they did an Ivory-China feud because Ivory joined the Right to Censor, and she stopped being the lovable... uh, celebratory diva, how she put on the suit tower and was sort of like the, uh, and she had her hair tied up in a bun, sort of, she was sort of like the female leader of the Right to Censor group behind Richards, the godfather then known as the good father, Val Venus, who be, uh, was crafting that group, and of course, the Bull Buchanan. So I do recall that group very, very well. Also that same night on, on Nitro, Bret Hart beat Bill Goldberg to mm. win the championship. That's right. That's right. That was I. What year was that again? Two thousand or ninety nine? Nineteen ninety nine. That's right. Because Vince Russo again was still had just been in the company for three weeks, and they had had some controversy after the night before at Halloween Havoc because Nitro was in Phoenix and Brett would be going for the U.S. strap. That is right. They did a little tournament going into Mayhem that year, and Brett would face Chris Benoit, the Rabbit Wolverine, the following month in Toronto at the Air Canada Center, and uh, that was a very good match between Brett and. Uh, 
Chris Benoit. Not like their Owen Hart match, which was good, but almost as good as their match, however, in Kansas City, this time up in the great white north of uh, Canada and over the eastern half of Canada, Toronto. And that was a very, very good match. I do recall that match now between Bret Hart and Goldberg that night in Phoenix. And also, uh, Stephanie McMahon, yeah, like you mentioned, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H were married. Yes. And I believe last week we also had some birthdays, too. One of them I know for a fact was Too Cold Scorpio, believe it or not, celebrating a birthday last week. Happy birthday to that guy. I mean, we talked about, I mean, talk about a guy who battled with Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko in ECW and also had his fair share of a good run in WCW in the early 90s with Marcus Alexander Bagwell, however. I mean, Scorpio was definitely a unique guy and still is a unique guy. He also competed as Flash Punk in the WWE. I know he had... Also wrestled for a time in Japan and also in Mexico and I believe Europe, but Japan he was very big there. And like you said, definitely uh, Stephanie and Hunter celebrating their anniversary. It was on Saturday, so uh, definitely it's a couple days late, but still we all like to say from all of us here at the show and our other shows, congratulations to you guys for 12 great years. Here's the many, many more for you guys uh, here on the panel. All right. Um, I think we got through. Oh, you got some more. Great. Share with yeah. us, please. John Cena beat Randy Orton in a 60-minute Iron Man match. Oh, man. I think everyone, I think some people, I think I might recall that somewhat. Yes, I do recall that now. And that was, that was a big piece there. What's that? It was in your hometown. Ah, it was in Pittsburgh. Lovely. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Very good. Yes. Um... I'll tell you what, you talk about a class, however, and mention Orton and Cena just now. Let's talk about them for a minute. I mean, we've talked about them uh, many times over, but in the past, however, they came up together through Ohio Valley Wrestling with guys like Batista and Brock and Sheldon Benjamin. You talk about a very uh, worthwhile class back in the day in Ohio Valley Wrestling in the early part of the 2000 era, 2001 time frame, however. Those guys definitely, I mean, fought each other, teamed up with each other, traveled with each other, did a lot together, and then they broke in the almost... Within year, about a year to a year and a half, a couple years apart from each other, everyone came up around the same time and made a big splash right away in the WWE. I mean, the first guy I'm going to mention was probably, uh, I'm going to say Lesnar, and then it came to Cena, then Orton, and it just started to continue to build from there. They had a lot of talent coming out of that OVW school in Indiana, John. Yes, they did. All right. Anything else we got? Uh, October 26th, hopefully, hopefully if it can pop up here. Yes, we're, 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 take your time, no problem, no problem, however. So, um, like I said, how we're going to do some fancy matchups here shortly too, folks, and hopefully when our, uh, colleagues call in, how we're going to have also a great segue for Halloween, however, for you all today, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to get into that here in just a few minutes, however, as well as previewing Raw, however. So uh, just stand by, folks. We're uh, taking our time here this afternoon. Okay. Anything? All right. Hopefully, I'm doing a Rick. I'm doing Rick. Oh, the 2001 Space Odyssey theme. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know what you were doing there. Okay, while you're working on that, I'm going to still dis- I'm going to start to throw it in the raw. How we're going to talk a little bit about raw as we as we go on the show here today, and that is the name of the game here. Uh, 
Raw, of course, as I've mentioned a few times already this afternoon, will be in San Diego. However, tonight, the 619 should be a very interesting show since they're going up against Monday Night Football again. Uh, last week, a very disastrous 2-2 rating. However, we talked about it off the air as well as on. We haven't talked about it on the air yet, which we're going to do right now. Uh, hopefully they turn it around tonight, however, especially with the Survivor Series a month away. Uh, no John Cena, no Randy Orton, no Brock Lesnar, no Taker. I don't know what they got planned for the night's show. We're going to have to wait and see here in just a little bit as they are out there on the West Coast, however. So we hope to have an update on that scenario very shortly, however. But, John, as I've mentioned at the top of the show and again earlier in the show before we went on the air, they've got to get better ratings, if you ask me. Yes, they do, indeed. All right. Uh, Right now, we're going to do some fantasy matchups here on the show. However, we hope you uh, start uh, thinking of some fantasy matchups here on the chat board. The chat board oh, is open. Oh, before you do that, I got October 26th, Randy. Oh, we got October 26th besides Halloween Havoc 97. Okay, John's got some a couple more dates now, folks. I mean, go ahead. Give us the October 26th date. I did you. All right. You mentioned Ray and Eddie. It was 97. Yep. Uh, Nitro. Yes. Nitro had Goldberg versus DDP on the pay-per-view. Right. And also that same night, DDP beat Bret Hart to win the WCW United States Championship. And that was the last time Nitro beat Raw. And that was the last time Nitro beat Raw. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. That, 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 is, that is crazy. What year was that? 1998. So it was the following year, 98. So we go to Vegas, and then the next night, it was that same night in Phoenix, however. Okay. Okay. Because that was very, yeah, it's very interesting because uh, that was that same night, like you said, Brett, it was in 99. The following year, Bret Hart would go after the U.S. title, however, and of course, DDP and Bret Hart would meet each other. That was That's very interesting you bring that up because the next few years, I know, would be a tough time for WCW trying to keep their heads above the water, so to speak, and as they started to sink more and more, it was just Disastrous, a recipe for disaster, no pun intended here. All right, and yes, CM Punk has his birthday as well. Yes. Yep. And who knows, hopefully we'll see him back in the WWE someday. I hope so, too, but I, I wouldn't hold my breath after all the thing that went on the last year or so, but you never know. Never say never in this business, however. I mean, I think if he came out now, however, it would be interesting to see him cut a bomb on Rollins, and I know he would rip Del Rio and Stephanie and all those people in the authority and this and that. I mean, there's some people I'm sure he doesn't like in the authority that much, like I said, Triple H being one of them and Stephanie. But at the same time, however, I think he's enjoying himself now being out of wrestling for a while, trying to get his UFC career started. I know he is in training for that. I know he's going to take – he did get hurt recently, however, and he's trying to get over this uh, little mysterious ailment that happened, however, and hopefully he'll be back in to training mode soon, however. But I know he got bruised recently while working out, and uh, I'm not sure what it was, but uh, – He's going to miss some time, we understand, but hopefully he'll be back in uh, training mode before the year's out and then start to uh, make his debut early next year in 2016. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, we are now here at 1-724-444-7444. This is episode 14. Of course, the Human Suplex Machine, the Iceman, are here. We hope to hear from you people. 1-724-444-7444-138744, pound number one. You can join us this afternoon. We will be here till after 5 o'clock, of course. We hope to have some big members join us and give their fancy matchups. The chat box is open. John, myself, and I are talking to you people out there as well. We hope you're here calling in as well as uh, give you your fancy matchups this afternoon as well.
All right, with that said, we're going to now do our fantasy matchups here, however, as we're going to kick it around right now. John and I will be doing back and forth for a while until we have some people join us and give their own thoughts as well. And, of course, do not forget, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and Friday night, you can join Mr. WCW Chat. Wait a minute. We got someone on the phone, John. We know who this is, our good friend, the man who was in the Staples Center himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Heyman's representative, number two, if you will, the second assistant to Brock Lesnar, if you will, our good friend LT, Tim Randalls, is with us right now. LT, are you with us in L.A.? Do you know who I am? We know who you are, LT. Yes. My name is LT, and I am a Paul Heyman guy. Yes, you are. We saw the proof in the pudding with the pictures you showed us, however. It sounded, I mean, I saw the pictures. I mean, from what I saw, it looked like you had a blast there at the Staples Center, as I was telling John offline and on the show here early on today. It was an amazing, you know, okay, I, I won't say amazing. It was a good show. Yes. It was a, it, it kept my attention. Yes. Do you think this was one of the better shows of the year, personally, by WWE standards? Uh, it, it's that's really hard because WWE hasn't put on a good show this year. They that's put true. on maybe two good shows this whole year. Yep. So to say that it 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 was one of the better shows. Mm-hmm. It, I, I would say it's in my. Upper half of good shows. Yes. It's sure. not in the lower half. It's in the top half. Top half. Sure. sure. So, sure. so yeah, I would say it's a good. It was a good show. Yes. There were a couple parts where I was just like, okay. Yes. Like the Cena match. Yes, let's talk about that. We were talking about that as we kicked it off today. The whole Alberto Del Rio, uh, Zeb Coulter thing. I was in shock. John was in shock. I'm sure you were in shock too, and the audience was too. I. Okay, see, this is when I, I literally, cause they opened the show with John Cena. Right. First of all, I didn't like that. Yes. I didn't like that. Uh, but it, it was good, though. But yep. I, I, was, I was down at the, uh, I was down at the concession stand right. or the merchandise table getting my Brock Go to Hell shirt. Which is pretty sweet, when, by the way, I got to say. Thank you. It is awesome. Yes. And and I will say this is that the shirt was only five dollars more than what it is on the uh, website. Nice. So they're not bad. They're not a. No. It, it does, it's not a bad deal for, sure. for what you get. Mm-hmm. So I was I was sitting there and I and I heard John Cena's music. So I was already already you know in the elevator. I was already going up to because I'm, I'm in the suite. Yeah. I, I was. Yeah. Run into my suite. I was like, okay, I got to see, I got to see, got to see, got to see. I didn't see John Cena come out, and that's fine with me. I was okay with that. Yeah. I was okay with that. Sure. So I was like, I was like, all right, all right. So we get in there, and so I'm sitting down, and he, he just announces, or you see, you hear the Zeb Coulter music. Right. You hear the do, 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 Yes, the real American do, do. theme. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Are we really going to have Jack Swagger? 
I said the same thing. I said the same thing at the far where I was at. Yep, I think we all were thinking that too. And then, and then, and then, you know, I see Zeb Coulter. Yeah. Out there in a, in a, in a scooter. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then, and then he starts talking about other countries mm-hmm. and how we should we should you know give in to other countries and be more you know this and that and the other and I'm like, who the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. I thought Samoa Joe first, though. That was my first impression. Samoa Joe was going to be the guy, I thought. I think I talked about it. I, I thought it was going to be uh, James Storm. Yeah, or Tyler Breeze because or James something Storm like that. Storm tweeted that he was, he, he was on his way to California. Right, and I know Samoa Joe and them did the NXT show Saturday night in Sacramento, and it was only three hours by plane, and I thought they were going to fly him down to Los Angeles right there. Mind you, oh, yeah. Guest 5 is now joining us in the chat box. So, Guest 5, we want to say hello to you. Uh, hopefully, you can call in on our show today. Yeah. Go on. Actually, actually uh, Sacramento is only about an hour flight. Oh, okay. So, there, it's even closer, an hour. Okay. Mine was, yeah, was three. It's, okay. it's, it's basically like trying to go to Vegas. Okay. It's a 45-minute flight. Sure. So, uh, so it, it was just like, I was like, okay. And then when they put out there, and then when you hear him say, yes. Alberto Del Rio, and I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? And I, I was just, I was excited. I actually got excited. Yes. I don't like Alberto Del Rio. I think he's, I think he's too... Uh, well, we found out who Guest 5 is, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that, LT. I'm listening to you. But Guest 5 says, uh, it's our boss, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw says hello to all of us, and we hope he's doing very well, however. Yeah, this was interesting to see Del Rio come out, however, and just take Cena's title, win it clean, mind you. But I asked John this, right when we were talking about this, how we're doing our uh, recap how, about 20 minutes ago. Do you think they gave him a big raise for him to come back, in your opinion, how after turning down Lucha Underground, AAA Mexico, to take the U.S. title from Cena? Uh, I think they gave him a decent contract. Yeah, I, I think I think they signed him on for at least two years. Yeah, I think so too. I think and, so. Too. And I, I, it's probably about five million. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's gonna be much more than that. Right. But, right. Uh, it's understandable. Uh, John and I agreed on this one too. However, mind you, and. Uh, our boss, Mr. W. Stewart, Chad Hinshaw, just said how right now. Seeing Seb and Del Rio together really shocked me. I think we're all in agreement there, no doubt about it, uh, from all of us here at the show. Uh, let's talk about another match that really, I think, one of the two best matches of the night, however, that really got the crowd humming was that Roman Bray Wyatt. What award this was, however. I mean, this was a great, great match, I thought. Your thoughts about this one? I thought it was a good match. Yep. I, I, I... It was one of the better matches of the evening. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really it had a lot of good oomph. Yes. And I, I it, the ending was okay. Yep. It wasn't great. Yep. I just I expected more. Yes. yes. I expected more. I expected you know the the Wyatt family to come out. Mm-hmm. I expected you know to see some someone get. You know, 
I expected to. I expected what to happen mm-hmm. at the end of the show yep. to happen to Roman. Yes, exactly. Let's talk about the tag situation with the New Day and the Dudleys, Howard. This one really threw me, I think, again, threw us for a curve. The New Day somehow come out with the win, despite the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, he, uh, the New Day won, Howard. And Xavier Woods, of course, getting married this weekend. We want to say congrats to him. But as I said, Howard, Xavier's uh, cohorts, uh, Big E and uh, Kofi, win against the Dudleys, and somehow the Dudleys uh, come up on the short end of the stick again. Your thoughts about this one? I, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like it because if you're gonna bring the Dudleys back, yeah, then, and, and have them have them job every mm-hmm. match, yep. So what the fuck was the point of bringing them back? Exactly, I agree. I agree a hundred percent with you, and I think John will too. All right, uh, bringing more insight as we said from our good colleague who was at the show, LT Tim Randall, joining us from beautiful California today. He is with us now, back on the radio for the first time in a while. Mr. Uh, Human Suplex Machine is joining me, John Gross, and of course I am your host, the Iceman, Jared D. Jerome on Raw Radio 1, 724-444-7444, pound one three eight seven four four in the number one. You can join the three of us right now. We're expecting more people. Hopefully join us. And wait a minute, we got a surprise, ladies and gentlemen, now finally calling in. He said he was going to be calling in maybe later, but he's joined us a little early right now. I think we know who it is. I think it's Elvis. Uh, Chad Hinshaw joining us maybe, possibly. I'm not sure, but it might be Elvis Presley too. Let's see who it is. John, who do you think it is? It's someone from beyond the grave. We're not sure who, though. He's joining us from a secret mystery location. Hmm. Yes. Well, we know who it is now. It is Mr. WCW US, Chad Hinshaw, joining us on the panel, ladies and gentlemen, from Beyond the Grave. It is not Elvis Presley today, as I thought it would be, but he is joining us live here in the uh, call center studios this afternoon. Mr. WCW, how are you today, sir? Boy, I cannot get by you guys. I cannot believe Wow. <laughs> yeah. But by the way, you just you didn't know what theme that was. I will no, go ahead. And... It, it sounded familiar. I've heard it before. I can't remember what it was though. Maybe uh... okay. I, I will tell you. It's from WCW. It's what Lex Luger used when he was called the Total Package. Oh, okay. Nice. Back in two, back in two thousand, back around yeah two thousand. Whenever okay. they did the skit, when when they when Lex Luger died. That's and right. Then the and then yes. he came. Him and Elizabeth came to the ring like that, and that's she would right. Yeah, pull off the outfit. Yeah, boom. That that's that's the music. Yeah. Nice, yeah. very very music. appropriate for this Halloween week, if you will. Very very appropriate. Uh, boss, we were talking to LT uh, Tim Reynolds on with us right now, giving us his recap of Hell in a Cell. However, from last night, so I know you two talked before. Uh, he was giving us his breakdown of Hell in a Cell. We're going to talk more about this, obviously. And uh, you mentioned uh, your thoughts about Zeb and uh, Del Rio last night. Uh, overall, your take about Hell in a Cell last night? Uh, well, from what I've read about it and what, and what I did, I did, I managed to see some, but I didn't really see all of it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what I read and saw of, of, overall, uh, I would have to I would have to say it re- really um, was a little bit more of a blowout than than what has been here lately in terms of WWE pay per views. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, the one thing I still like I said before I said it a, little, said it a minute ago. Yeah, it's completely completely shocked me. Yeah. Uh, of course, the U.S. Open Challenge. I mean, last night on our preview show yep. on uh, the Special Edition of Revolution, yep. and, you know, talked about, Gerard and I both talked about, you know, who do we think mm-hmm. uh, who will accept this challenge? I mean, of course, you had hinted at one time it could have been Bo Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, and Gerard last night. Gerard and I, and I agree with Gerard. He, we said, uh, let me see, if it, bear bear with me here. Let me see uh, who the, who uh, who we said. Oh gosh, we said we said um, we said three people. Yeah. One of them, I can, one of them escaped. My, one of them actually escaped my mind for the moment. The other one was a possible was a, a oh that's right it was Daniel Bryan that's what yes. Someone, but Daniel Bryan was 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 rumored to be at Hell in the Cell last night. Right. Although there was no confirmation of that, uh, yes. to my understanding. Um, the the second person was possibly you know Carlito's name was thrown out. Mm-hmm. And the third one. Because he didn't have a match yeah. at Hell in a Cell last night was Dean Ambrose. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought one of three names. I told this to LT early yesterday morning before the show chat. I mentioned he was one. Daniel Bryan was another. Uh, another person we thought maybe would have been Tyler Breeze or even Samoa Joe for that matter. Even though NXT was just up in Sacramento doing a show up there, it would have been interesting to see him show up. But apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, needless to say, right. uh, we also talked about the Roman Dean match and. LT just gave us his thoughts. I'm going to get your thoughts about Roman and uh, Bray Wyatt. What was your thoughts about this encounter? It was an excellent encounter. I think it. Uh, I don't know if they're going to continue the feud between him and him and Bray. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of course, obviously, what happened with the uh, at the end of the um, big match between Lesnar and Undertaker last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, however. Uh, Roman Roman did show Bray, you know, a thing or two in it. You know how fierce and competitive he can be. Yes. Uh, uh, did not really disappoint my my personal opinion. Even though I was going for Bray in this match, but you are not both did. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I, I had I had kind of a gut feeling that Roman was probably going to pull off pull off the uh, pull off the win in that, and right. obviously he did. Um, but it was it was a, it was a killer match. I think between it and the match between Brock and Taker. Kind of yeah, really we're, we're, I was going. I was going. I was going to get into that next one eventually. Uh, quickly, uh, we're running through everything else in the car. We're going to get everyone's opinion on this too. Uh, we talked. We started to talk about the Dudleys before we came on and the whole uh, New Day thing. What do you make of this whole Dudley's New Day thing? Uh, this was. This has been an off and on thing ever since the Dudley Boys made made you know their presence felt once again at WWE after being away. I believe it was for ten years. And, yes. Uh, this is this something's going to have to really give in this sooner or later. I mean, mm-hmm. e- even though that um, you know Xavier was not there, I mean, I mean yeah. his presence was felt obviously when yes. I think who, who was it was it Bubba that was hit on the back of the head with a trombone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, my opinion was absolutely shocking. And the, the new day, and obviously, in the form of Biggie and Kofi, yep. uh, we have been continuing to find a way to make sure they hold on to the belts and don't. Make sure it does not get into the hands of the Dudleys, and obviously, it's been a back and forth thing. I don't know how long this is going to continue or not, but if mm-hmm. it does, uh, I do still see the Dudleys. I mean, I think while I was here 
in the radio network, and I'm sure a lot of wrestling fans all around mm-hmm. still feel that the Dudleys are going to pull this off here at some point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're waiting for the proper time to do this or not, mm-hmm. but, you know, ten, I mean, the 10th the, the championship is just over that horizon, yeah. and they're just simply just putting this off. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not giving the fans what – that's what the fans want, and they're not giving it to them. That was the only really downside, in my personal opinion, of the pay-per-view was the fact, you know, that uh, uh, New Day once again escaped with the, ta- with the tag team championship. Let me ask you, Paul. Can, 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 can I can I interject for a second? Yeah, LT, please, by all means, go ahead. I, I agreed with what you what you're saying, boss man. Uh, I I, however, I, I think the time for the Dudleys to win the belts yeah. has passed. I think that they have now buried the Dudleys. They've had three matches plus however how 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 many other you know matches have they had with. Mm-hmm. The New Day on Raw or SmackDown or, or Madison something. Square Garden, yeah, and, and, and right. that, or Madison Square Garden. This is yes. now the fourth. This is what the fourth pay per view match that they've yes. done with these two. Yes, I'm yes. sorry. I think I think their time. I think I think WWE didn't get off the crapper. Yeah, give them the championship. I agree. Right. So uh, forgive me. I'm sorry. So just one thing, I just want to make sure, uh, if I heard you correctly, I'm, like, I'm just verifying here, that you're saying that pretty much what all WWE has been doing is just been playing the Dudleys? Yes. Yeah. They've been, what, you they've been playing the Dudleys? Yeah, that's what pretty much saying. In a way, yeah, it seems like, yes. Yeah. You get the Dudley boys and the and, and, and their fans uh, false hope, apparently. Yes. Is that, is that yeah. basically what this is? Basically. All, all talking yeah. About here? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, because they feel that the Dudleys. Uh, I'm sorry. So that that way, you know. So at some point, uh, you know, we may we, we still may not see, we may see it happen, may not see it happen, may, may even surprise a lot of people for all we know. They yes. may, but it's just it seems like that the time for the Dudleys to win the belt mm-hmm. has come and gone. Yeah. Because if they were going to give the Dudleys the belt, they should have already. Agree. This feud. This is just showing. It's just proving that. The tag team division yes. is, is still nowhere. Exactly. And it means nothing. Right. I, mean, I agree. They, they have, what, two tag teams that they're really focusing on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the New Day. Right. Yeah. And they're yeah. putting people like the Ascension, mm-hmm. the primetime players, the Matadors, in the back of the line, so to speak. Right, exactly. But the thing is, I thought the whole point, and forgive me for saying this, and I'll get your your thoughts about this, too. Sure. I mean, wasn't the whole point for the Dudleys to come here in the first place was that they revitalized the tag team division? Wasn't that the whole point of it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. LT. It was the whole point of yeah. it. I mean, why aren't they living up to it? Mm-hmm. That's what I would like to know. Because they should have oh, already, well. already had the belts two, two several months ago. Right after they, Well, no, I take that back because they didn't come until around the end of August. I mean, I would say, like I said, the first pay-per-view that they were back in that that they compete in, they should have had the belts. Yep. Point blank. Point blank. Okay. But no, WWE is like is a, so. Apparently, like I said, and I, Tim, I want to make sure I got your name right there, partner. LT. I do agree with. I, 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 okay, LT. Thank you very much for telling me. Thank you. Sure. That, Daniel, you know, Taylor just let you know, Chad. What is it? Daniel Lawrence Taylor just let you Lawrence know. Lawrence Taylor or Ladainian oh, Thomas? Oh, no. I am better than Lawrence Taylor. Ladanian Tomlinson, faster and speedier no. than you would imagine, I people. Just, I, I get the, I I get just LT. 
I get you, I get your point there, sir. Not no, no problem. Well, one thing, like I said, I just want to just, re, just re, reiterate the point here mm-hmm. that the overall reason. To make sure I hear this correctly. Yep. Is the overall reason that the Dudleys right now are not sitting there, uh, twenty-five time tag team champions and ten-time WWE tag team champions? Yep. Is because WWE has been playing them and the fans like a like like a cheap fiddle. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Well. Well, they're going to have to. They're going to have to live up to it sooner or later. Yes, they're, they are, and they're going to have to learn. To, and I think that I'm, I'm going to say it right now for both of you guys. I think tonight, and John backed me up a little. They're going to have to try that do something tonight in San Diego with that. Let's talk about another match. Uh, we've spent a good bit of this discussion. This was a great discussion. Let's talk about another one, the whole Nikki Bella-Charlotte match. We heard Nikki broke Charlotte's nose in this match, but Paige coming out at the end of the match, however, to uh, celebrate with uh, her friend and also Becky Lynch. We know about Becky and Charlotte's history, but Paige showing up again after cutting those page bombs the last few weeks. Uh, we're going to ask Chad you first. What was your take on this whole scenario? That was another shocker. Mm-hmm. I thought. I thought the thing was. I thought she pretty much turned her back on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. After we saw the thing, after she, Charlotte won the belt at Nine of Champions. Mm-hmm. And, and now you know, she's buttering up to Charlotte in front of her dad, in front of Ric Flair in the process too. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so uh, this really, this this really kind of surprised me. Um, um, I don't know. And for all we know, like, like we just said, the Dudleys a minute ago. Yep. Paige could be playing Charlotte like a cheap fiddle. Exactly. LT? It could be a blame trick. It's a trick. I bet you it's a trick. LT, what do you think? That was actually, and you guys are going to be like, oh, my. See, mm-hmm. That was actually the match that I missed. Okay. Because I was I was getting concessions. No problem. I haven't went back and watched it yet yeah. uh, on the network, but sure. I'm going to. Yep. No problem. It seemed like it was a pretty short match, though. Yeah, about ten and a half to eleven minutes they gave it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they said that Nikki actually at one point broke Charlotte's nose legitimately. They said I heard today right before the show. They said that Charlotte might have suffered a broken nose in that match. So uh, yeah, it, this one was interesting. John and I even discussed this too. Another one we're going to discuss, guys, is the Seth Rollins Kane match. However, uh, I'm going to ask you a two full question, both of you on this, and John answered this already. Uh, we'll start with you this time, LT. Who do you think is going to be the new uh, director of operations, and what did you think of the match? You know who's going to be – you know what? Hmm. It's what's best for business, and it's time to bring back people power. Oh, no. No, dear God, you please. Holy heck, no. Yeah. <laughs> Jen and I are with you on yes. going against you, LT. Sorry. No! <laughs> hey, 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 guys, guys, guys! It's bad. It's bad. It's bad enough that he's marrying the Bell, the Bella's mother. But you will yeah. bring him back on TV, yeah. and and really start and really start uh, thinking uh, more, kissing kiss butt. I mean, no, heck, no, no, no! You do that raw plummet, raw plummet. You, you, you guys know you, that he's already, he's already like he does so much on the bat on the on the. On the, in the back side. Yeah. Wait a minute, guys. Guys, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, guys. We got someone coming in from Southwest Wisconsin joining us on the call now. Southwest Wisconsin, are you there? Southwest Wisconsin, are you there with us today? Hey, it's me, Mr. Aslan. 
Mr. Wrestling, Ralph Atkinson joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, as we were expecting him to call in. Uh, glad you could join us there, Ralph. Uh, we got a surprise today. Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw is with us. Of course, John Gross is with us. And my good friend, LT, formerly of uh, Blog Talk Radio and BLK Sheep Radio, who was at the show in L.A. Uh, Ralph, this is LT. LT, this is Ralph, uh, one of our newest members of the uh, Raw Radio Show. Uh, so you guys can introduce yourselves quickly there. Hello. Good afternoon, sir. And he was just uh, giving us, uh, we were giving everyone's thoughts about Hell in a Cell. We were talking about the whole uh, scenario there, uh, and you can uh, catch up on, we'll catch you up on that, Ralph. We were talking about the new uh, COO, or Director of Operations, if you will, now that Kane is out of power after the whole Seth Rollins-Kane match. I'm going to get your take on who it'll be. Uh, LT said it could be John Laronice. Chad, me, and John, of course, said, dear God, no, we hope not, but you never know. Uh, We want to get your take on this uh, matchup, and also we'll catch you up on the other matches after uh, we go through the rest of these uh, matchups as well. So please give us your thoughts on this first one between Rollins and Kane last night, and who knew, excuse me, the new director of operations will be. Hmm, That's a good question. I think the new director of operations is... That that is a tough choice. Very endless. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why, but I'm going to say Sting. Ooh, okay, Sting. I've been hearing a lot of people between Shawn Michaels and Brad Maddox... And it'll be interesting to see if they bring one of those two into the fold. We'll have to wait and see. But again, time will only tell, guys. Time will only tell. Uh, I think Brad Max would be a good choice. Yeah, he would. I he don't would. think Shawn Michaels because, you know, he's got a TV show and all oh, yes. stuff going on. That's right. That's right. So it would be kind of, it's, I mean, it's, even if it's, it's once it's a week. people power. Yes. People LT power. supporting the new people. <laughs> he's in the people power, power frenzy, folks. 2016, People Power is your next president, John Laronitis. I'm sorry, I gotta say this. The new COO? Yes. The Dane Computer. Yes, agreed. One thing we talked about, uh, Ralph, and I'm gonna get your thoughts on these other matches quickly before we get into the final matches, and then everyone, LTU and uh, Chad's ring, because John and I did our ratings already, however. Are the other matches? First off, the Nikki Bella Charlotte match. How we heard Nikki might have broken Charlotte's nose. We saw what happened. How uh, after the match when Paige and Becky Lynch ran out, especially Paige buttering up to uh, Charlotte. Uh, Chad thinks it's a trick. I think it's a trick. What do you make of this whole scenario? Oof. Well, see, I didn't see it per se, so mm-hmm. I don't really know. Okay. But I don't know. All right. I, I think it's a trick, but you think yes. You know, things can change on a dime, as we know. Exactly. And, and we spent a good bit of discussion about the tag scenario. However, you'll have to go back and listen to hear everyone's thoughts on this, however. Uh, your thoughts about the Dudley's New Day affair? Like I said last night, I thought the Dudley's were going to win it. Yep. Um, I, li- I actually... I kind of like that idea where they're going with it now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said last night, I thought Spike might be coming back. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I know I've heard rumors that he is coming back as or somebody else. I can't remember who. But it would make more sense with Spike because he's a Dudley. Yeah. So I could see that happen. If it's a one-time event or on a more regular basis, that's a whole different situation. Right. So... 
Elteach fight coming back, and then Dudley's finally getting their tenth title. Right. Well, LT, Chad, and I, and LT especially being fair, uh, just wasted the Dudley's. Chad's in the same boat. I'm in along with LT. John's kind of thrown his hat into that ring, too. So we're going to have to keep our eyes on this. I mean, this is, I mean, I think out of us, all of us except for you, however, kind of said the same thing. Let's talk about a real good match that I was really looking forward to, and that is Roman and uh, Bray. This one really excited me. Your thoughts about this one? Um, who won the match, by the way? Roman. Roman did in 22 Roman. minutes. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right, because yes. I guess it's going to be the Guess 6 is now, family. by the way, before we get your thoughts here, sorry about that, Ralph. Uh, guess 6 okay. is now into the chat, so Guess 6, we're hoping you join us today, however, and uh, call in. We'd love to hear from you. Go on now. Sorry about that. That's fine. I think this is going to have a feud that's going to end at the Survivor Series. Yes. With and the Undertaker's team. Yes, and we're going to talk about that. Actually, we're going to get into that next, however. Uh what about the U.S. title scenario now with Alberto Del Rio and Zeb Coulter uh, on the same page and John Cena off on vacation? What do you make of that whole scenario with Del Rio and uh, Coulter as a new duo? Actually, didn't they have something when he left? He I did leave because of some personal things a year ago, and now he's back. I mean, we no, I mean think... with Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Del Rio. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they were talking to a lot of people, Ziggler, uh, Tyler Breeze, Daniel Bryan, even Samoa Joe, but no, Del Rio shocks us all and is now with Zeb Coulter and is now your new champion of the U.S., let's just say. Actually, after I know they've been wanting a Latino viewership. I don't get it. Yeah. Because they should go for an overall. Yeah. But I can understand, Del, I mean, Del Rio is very talented, both on the in the ring and mm-hmm. one of the current best on the mic, bar none. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's a, that's a good pairing. Yes. Like seeing, I mean, whether backstage or not, Zeb Coulter, you can learn a ton. Oh yes. Business. No question. No question. Very, very underrated. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. Yes. However. Well, like I said, we're going to keep our eyes on this whole scenario now that John Cena's gone. Now let's get to the main event, however, because I'm going to skip the IC title match, and I feel like it, however. Uh, Brock and Taker, we know what happened. LT was a Brock supporter. I was the Brock supporter. John was the Brock supporter. Chad was, and I'm sure you were, Ralph, as well. Uh, let's ask uh, the three of you, however. Uh, we'll start with uh, you first, Ralph. Your thoughts about Brock and Taker, the final showdown, and what happened afterwards with the whole wife scenario. That uh, bloodbath, you know, from what I Yes, and we understand, yes, and Vince and Kevin Dunn, we understand, were very angry and upset that there was blood in this match. I mean, what were they expecting? Like a a foxtrot dance or a sock hop? No, this was an all-out war. Yeah. But, you know, like like I've said over and over again, you know, when you deal with these quote-unquote rumors, it could be one thing. Yep. And it could be the exact opposite. Right. Um, Could this be... A return to more, because I've heard they want to do more of a realistic like they did in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, this could be the start of it. Yep. And with the Silver Anniversary of Taker debuting in Survivor Series 25 years ago next month, however, uh, let me ask you right now. We know who the four wives are. Who do you put on Sting, uh, Taker's team? I'm looking at Roman, Dean, and maybe Kane, the demon. I could see the Brothers of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman mm-hmm. and Sting. Ooh, okay. You're going to go against me and not take King. You're going to take the Stinger. LT, what do you think of, about the match, and who will be the next four to join Taker's uh, big team? 
See, I think you guys have it all wrong. Okay. See, this is Taker's time to retire. Yes. And Undertaker is the phenom, is the immortal one, is the dead one. Yes. And Bray Wyatt is the eater of worlds. Yes, no doubt. No doubt. So, he, he, I think he is going to be on the Wyatt's team. Ooh. That's another idea I was thinking of. Yes. Very, very interesting you bring up there. Very interesting. But, uh, what about about him and the Wyatt taking on, like, uh, Roman, Dean Ambrose, the Dudleys. Yep. And uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, if Randy comes back uh, from his honeymoon early, however, that's a possibility. That's a very good possibility you bring up. I, I like that scenario. That, that's very good. And I asked Ralph, too, uh, there, LT. Uh, we heard of rumors about, about uh, Vince and uh, Kevin Dunn uh, getting a little uh, irate about the whole blood ordeal. What did you make of that whole story? I understand it. I mean, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be PG. Right. And, and they were more upset because people were saying they were blading. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the match, there was no blading going on. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. I thought when, when Brock hit the post, that's when the blood came out. That's what I thought I'd seen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I guess he pitches at the end of the match. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry about that, Ralph. Go on, LT. Sorry. So that is that is what I'm. I think. Okay. So uh, I I understand why he gets got bad, but I I don't though either because it's like, dude, why yeah. are you getting pissed? All right. Very. very yeah. Very. Very interesting observation from both of you. I, I like where you're going with this, both of you. Uh, before we hear from Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, let me give out the number, 1-724-444-7444, pound one three eight seven four four. the number one. You can talk to us right now. I am the host, the Iceman, Jerry Drama, Mr. Rastlin, Ralph Atkinson, LT, our good friend Tim Randalls, of course, joining us in beautiful Los Angeles, of course, uh, Chad Hinshaw, of course, in Carolina. Of course, the host of Revolution, which you can hear Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, every week, however, on Raw Revolution Radio, 138055, 1838074444. Of course, with Wolfpack Radio on Thursdays, the Revolution, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night, and of course, Saturday night, sometimes he squeaks in with Michelle Lindodds, and of course, Dora T. Smith, the King and Queen Mayor and Mayorette of Suplex City, if you will, with Attitude Radio from 9 to 11, 11.30 each and every week, however. Uh, Chad, uh, your thoughts about what uh, both Ralph and uh, LT said about the main event? Well, I got I got to say, first off, uh, <laughs> that was one heck of a match. Yes. Uh, well, yes, yes, through pictures and everything that I have seen, uh, um, another another knock him down, drag him out uh, win. Uh, of course, obviously, I think we all knew that Brock was probably going to pull the win off in this. 
But as for what happened at the end, yes, a, a complete shock to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, with uh, <clears throat> that, excuse me, I just got to eat some salsa and chips. That's all right. Hot, hot and spicy. Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, but great man, I'm hot and spicy. Okay. Larry Twin. Yes. But anyway, anyway, what? Uh, um, Okay, I'll this right here. Okay, that obviously there's some sort of little plan here. It could be a a nod to something that the Undertaker did. I'm sure everyone remembers Mm -hmm. um, back around when was it 98 or 99 when the Ministry of Darkness kidnapped Stephanie. Yes, and then the following night on Raw, yep, put her on the Undertaker's symbol. Yeah. Um and and did the marriage ceremony thing and all that and all, right. of sudden, all the other guys came out and tried to stop it, they couldn't do it, but in Stone Cold then Stone Cold That's not right. everything won him out. He rescued Stephanie, blah 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 blah. Yep. This could be like a small nod to that scenario, of course mm-hmm. different circum different circumstances, uh as to who would come get, rescue the Undertaker if in fact that is where they're going with this. Right. I have no, I have, I have absolutely no idea. But I was just flabbergasted of seeing <clears throat> apparently Bray Wyatt won start something again with the Undertaker. I don't know whether that the match at WrestleMania apparently was not enough. Yes. Uh, so it was, it was, it was something to behold. I have to, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to really, really have to say. But we have to wait and see. Like I said, what uh, what Bray and the Wyatt, <clears throat> excuse me, what Bray and the Wyatts have to have going on here. What they want with the dead man. Indeed, we're going to see that tonight, obviously, in San Diego. So, quickly, let me ask you three. We'll start with you first, LT. Since you were there, one to ten, on a one to ten scale, what did you give this show? Well, I gave the show, I give it about a five. Yeah. Okay. I gave, I gave it, it a solid five. You gave us all five. John gave it a seven. I gave it a six and a half. Chad, what would you give it? Uh... I'll go one step further. I'll say about an eight. Okay. And Ralph, one to ten. JD, I didn't say seven. I said eight. Sorry there, John. My mistake. I'm, I goofed. My mistake. Ralph, go ahead. That's okay, man. Seven. From what I, said. I mean, it looked really solid, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying The only thing is that there were a couple times that things just didn't look like they flowed right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, th- I, th- I think I think we're going to all agree to that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that, that's why I'm only giving it a five because I, I heard the 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 uh, the divas match was the worst match of the night. I heard that that Charlotte was selling a selling an injury, mm-hmm. and then somehow she miraculously was okay. Right. I think that that might have been the, it. Might have been the leg because I know legitimately. I thought I had heard though before we started today that she did suffer a broken nose almost in that match with Nikki. That's what I had heard. Okay, I I've looked at three different websites and yes. nobody is saying anything about her breaking her nose. Okay. Okay. All right. I must have read the wrong site. Sometimes I read my sites wrong, but sometimes I read them right, too. Oh, I, mean, I mean, it might be my sites as well, though. So. Yeah, I'm sure we're going with it, so, LT. I'm sure. I've got my sites. You've got your sites. And we all I got just, our sites. I didn't see anything, didn't see anything say anything about uh, her coming mm-hmm. and... Certainly. No question about it. Um, let's talk... Well, all right. Quick, I got... 
I got some Hell in a Cell twin ratings, guys. Oh, okay. This is a new one twist here for John. Okay, John, tell us about that, please, before I get everyone's raw preview here. Please uh, go ahead and share with us. It had total impressions of 17.879 million. And it was a unique audience of 1.862 million. Mm-hmm. However, it was ranked number three among non-sporting events for tonight in Twitter TV rate. Hmm, interesting. Considering they were going up against Carolina uh, and Philadelphia in football. And by the way, there, uh, Chad, congratulations to Cam Newton. Your Carolina Panthers are beating Sammy Bradford and the Philadelphia Eagles' Gregory Kramer's team. I know John's team, the Washington Redskins, beat up uh, Tampa yesterday in a close one there. Oh, yeah. That and, was uh, an awesome game. Yes, it was. And I know Cam Newton had a rough night, but they still beat the Eagles. LT and his team, the Browns, I know, suffered a tough one against St. Louis and Todd Gurley. My Steelers lost to Kansas City and Alex Smith. And there in Wisconsin, Jeez. the Pack had the week off. How? Yeah, they, I just, I just, I just have to ask something, Janie. Yes, Elsie, please do. How? Yes. How do you lose to Alex Smith? Three turnovers and not stopping Alex Smith in his passing. That's how you do it. Turning the ball over Alex three times. Alex Smith. Yes. Plus, plus a first career start. Yes. And you know what? Not only Alex Smith, however, they had Andy Reid times two in the crowd, however, with his girlfriend or his wife, whatever. If you guys all saw that on ESPN over the last 24 hours, a guy looking like Andy Reid holding a menu up, he was a spitting image of Andy Reid's brother almost. He had the whole thing down to the T in the costume. It was great. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. If you haven't seen it yet, people, please check it out. It was too funny without question. Wait a minute. We hear some music in the background. What is this all about? Okay, the music's gone. All right. Well, it was me. I'm sorry. No, oh, I didn't want it. So it's okay. Don't worry about uh-huh. that. I thought it was, it was Del, it was Del Rio's music. Oh, it was Del Rio's sorry. music uh, celebrating. <laughs> no, it's good. I didn't know what we were doing there for a minute. Okay. See, you know, hey, John, people John, the I was at last night were saying that yeah. too. I got him, didn't I? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Okay, 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 okay. One and one. There you go. One and one. All right. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, okay, Don't worry about it. We're back on track here. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. This is episode fourteen of Raw Radio. Again, I want to bring in our great. We have a great panel line in today. We got the Human Suplex Machine, John Crows, Mr. Wrestling from Wisconsin, John. Ralph Atkinson, we got from North Carolina, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshon, of course, my good friend from Black Sheep Radio, and also uh, WXDJP, The Extreme, Tim Randall, joining us live from beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California, there where Hell in a Cell was last night. All right, guys, Raw is in San Diego tonight, however. This should be a very interesting show, however, and we're going to talk more about that in a few minutes, however. But right now, it's time for our favorite segment of the show, Fantasy Matchups, however. And then, of course, we're going to get into one more thing before we do the Raw preview and closing out the show, and we'll talk about that shortly. So let's do the Fantasy Matchups right now. We're getting ready to go, however. We're going to start it off today with LT, as I'm sure he has a Fantasy Matchup or two up his sleeve. So give us your first match. Oh, you mean, okay, I, I don't know this segment. So okay, is, we, do, we do fantasy matchups. You can do past, present, current divas, uh, wrestlers uh, from any federation oh, against anything, okay. like old school, new okay. school, or okay. maybe old school versus old school. We do it all the time. It's a lot of fun. Okay, okay, my fantasy matchup yes. would be 
would be, uh, and, this, and I'm sure you guys have done this one before. Sure. I, I would love to see Andre the Giant of old mm-hmm. take on The Undertaker. Ooh, okay. Oh. Okay, Andre the Undertaker, we've seen that before because uh, Andre scared, uh, scared of snakes at one time, uh, was scared of snakes, but could he be scared of the dead man? This is a very, very good start to the fantasy matchup Halloween portion of our show this afternoon. LT, I like this one where you're going with. Please give us your winner, please. I, I, I it's, it's Andre. I'm sorry. All right. Andre, Andre, Andre. I, it would it would be the battle of the choke. Yes, is what it would be. Yes, it would. And 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 I I just I don't see the dead man picking up Andre. Yes, that's that's a very interesting pick there. Okay, so you're going with Andre the Giant and, Tower here. Yes. Hold okay. on, I, I, I gotta, I'll be right back. Okay, Ralph, we'll be right back. Okay, Chad, uh, this is a good one by LT and the Halloween portion of our show here to kick it off here on Halloween week, however. Uh, give us your uh, overall take on this one. Uh, well, this is, a, this is a great one. Of course, Andre is old. I mean, uh, uh, he had some great encounters, of course, with, uh, of course, an, an early a young Hulk Hogan during that time. Uh, it was great. <clears throat> great. Great seeing all the great seeing uh, all those matches. Uh, uh, I'll have to I'll have to go along with Andre on this. All right, so we got two for Andre so far. Uh, John, who do you like, Andre the old giant? Uh, should I say the old school giant versus the dead man? Who do you like? Uh, I'd have to go with Undertaker. Ooh, okay. So one for Taker and Ralph. Go ahead. Two Andre the Giant because. I've heard people say there's no way you can slam Andre the Giant, but with Undertaker in his power, can you sl- can you tombstone Andre? I'm sure you can, but yeah, good-, good luck, good luck. I hate to say it, I'm going against you, John. I mean, Hulk Hogan did it once. I don't know if Taker can do it at his age now. Maybe 20 years ago, yes. Not now. I think Andre wins this one with ease. I think Andre's going to just absolutely befuddle the taker and just bring him down to his knees. So I'm going to take Andre, too, however. And guest six says Andre kicks butt. So, yeah, we agree with you there. Uh, I think no, Ralph is back, back with us. Hour. Ralph, are you with us again? Okay, I'm back. Sorry about okay, that. Okay, no problem, Ralph. We were talking about Andre and the taker. We got three for Andre the Giant old however, school, versus the taker. John went with taker. The three of us, me, LT, and Chad went with Andre. Who do you like in this one? When you said old Andre. Like late 70s, early 80s we're talking. Yes, that's what I I mean, I mean, I don't mean WrestleMania 3 Andre. No, not that Andre. I mean, mean like when Andre was in his prime. Yes, Andre is prime. Let's make it clear. Uh, I, I mean, Andre in his prime... For being seven foot four, yes, very strong, very agile, yes. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's the edge, okay. Yes. And Andre yes. during his prime was yes. bigger than Hogan during his prime, bigger than Undertaker. I mean, Andre was in every program that could be possible in the sixties and seventies. Oh yes, no question, no question. You know, and I honestly think Andre would win, but yes. afterward they go for a beer. Very nice, very nice. So <laughs> there you go, four for Andre, one against uh, Andre. So four to one, Andre wins that. Very, very good match there, LT, to start Halloween week off here on our show. Ralph, we're going to go to you next, however, for the fantasy Halloween dream matchup. What do you got for okay. us? Okay, 
I got a couple of them, actually. All right, throw us the first one I will do is the Shockmaster. Okay, yes. Versus the Who. The Shockmaster and the Who back in old school WWE. Okay. Yeah. Shockmaster, better known as Tugboat Fred Norris, uh, who I believe is still around, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And uh, that's a good one. Okay, uh, give us your take. Fred Osmond, but anyways. Oh, well, and then I, I said the, the name. Who was Jim Neidhart, just so people know. Oh, Jim Neidhart, yes, that's right. Hey, yeah, I think he dressed up in a question mark, didn't he, at one time? Or had tights that had question marks, went on look like a puzzle. Yeah, because he, he was from the oddity, and he had a... Almost like a tan mask with a tan outfit. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. This this is a very intriguing Halloween scenario match you pick here there, uh, Ralph. Okay, give us your thoughts on this one. I, um, Talk master just because of the pure strength. Yeah. Pure strength, I'd have to go with Jim Neidhart. Okay. Huge, huge, huge fan of yep. Typhoon. Yep. But I just couldn't see him overpowering, overmatching with Jim Neidhart. So I'm going to go with The Who. The Who. Okay, so we're going to go with Who over the Shockmaster. Uh, LT, who do you like in this one? Uh, I'm going with The Who as well. All right. baby. It's all there is to it. Nice. And I'll make it three. Chad, who do you like? Uh, What? No, I'm sorry. How? No. Anyway, I have no idea. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, hmm, this is a good one. Uh, let's see. I I I vaguely saw uh, Jim Nyhart when he was when he dressed up as who? I'm yeah. not sure who. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, 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 that's what I'm wondering. No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> um, uh, but both, I remember, of course, one is Tugboat, the other one is, like I said, the Anvil. Uh, mm-hmm. That was pure power between the two guys. Yes. Uh, this is going to come as a, let me just put it this way. This is going to come as a shock. Yes. I'm going to say the Shockmaster. <clears throat> Ooh, okay, the Shockmaster, very good. And, John, who do you like? The Who, Jim Neidhart versus the Shockmaster, a.k.a. Tugboat. I am the Shockmaster. There you go, John doing the low Shockmaster voice. I like it. That is great. That is so pretty. It's so perfect. I mean, that's great. All right. Very, very good there, guys. A very good pick there, uh, Ralph. I like your pick there. So far, we've got two good ones here. All right. Next, I want to throw it to... You know what? I'm going to throw it to you, John. I'm going to give you a chance now to give you your Halloween uh, first uh, fantasy matchup of the day. What do you got for us? All right. All right. I got one. Bray Wyatt versus the Ugandan giant Kamala. Wow. Very good here. And I was going to use Kamala in a match. Our guest six says he went with Tugboat, so there you go. All right. Kamala versus Bray Wyatt, the master of E-Worlds versus the Ugandan Giant, ladies and gentlemen. We know his history, however, the years and his health issues, and all of us are hoping that he's getting better. Uh, he had some very serious health issues recently, and uh, I know for a fact our outside ring, I heard he's a very unique person. Right, I'm going to surprise you with my picks. I'm going next, and I'm going to use Kamal as my guy, but I'm going to surprise you who I got. Uh, John, this is really good. Kamal and Bray Wyatt, who do you like? Bray Wyatt. Okay, Bray. Chad? I'm going to say Kamala. Mmm, LT. 
Uh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I- I'm going with the Eaters, Eater of the World. Mr. Bray Wyatt, guest six went with Kamala, and Ralph, who do you got? I'm tapping my belly to uh, Kamala. <laughs> nice. And how about, what was that, did you guys catch that remark? I'm sure all of you, Nelty, you were at the show hearing it, I'm sure, maybe. What about that remark Big E said last night, and not only Kofi, saying, I'm going to play Devontae like a bongo, and I'm going to pat my belly like a white man Kamal or something like that. Something Big E said, and uh, Kofi said last night in their uh, promo, right before the Dudley's match. Did you guys catch that at all? I didn't. Uh too funny. you got to go back and listen to it again or try to find it if you can. So, all right, very good there. Very good. Kamal and Bray Wyatt there by John. Okay, we've got three good ones so far. I'm going to make it a fourth. And you know what? Kamal's going to be in a tag match here, and I'm going to throw you guys a curve here. It'll be Kamala and Abby the Butcher. You talk about two guys very strange in their own way against Bruiser Brody and Kevin Sullivan. This is going to be a good one here, guys. I can see the friction with these four going at it all over the arena. So I'm going to let everyone know in the uh, chat box right now versus uh, Kamala. And Kamala and uh, who was the guy I picked? Abby the Butcher. Yeah, Abby the Butcher versus uh, Kevin Sullivan and um, Bruiser Brody. Uh, I'm going to take, you know what, I think Kamala and Abby the Butcher do enough damage here against Bruiser and Sullivan. So I'm going to take them. However, is my pick. Uh, Ralph, your pick. First of all, I I want to get in talks with this later. Okay. But I do not like Kevin Sullivan for this situation. Mm-hmm. But you have Brody, who... <laughs> we know his history. Yeah. Uh, and it's his birthday. It's funny we mentioned Sullivan. It's his birthday today, being 66 yeah. years old. Crazy as that sounds, along with CM Punk and Takamin Chinoku, who we mentioned on the birthday list earlier today. Hey, my buddy. Cookie yes. Monster. Yes. Anyways, uh, I get to see Abby and Kamala. All right. No, Very... kimchi with Kamala or Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere. Kimchi, kimchi or Friday. Yeah, we can do that. We can do. We can okay. throw that in as a curve. Yeah. Why not? Uh, cool. L- LT, who do you like in this one? Wait. What, what was it again? Kamala and Abdullah the Butcher versus Bruiser Brody and the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan. Oh, Kamala and Abdullah. Nice. Butcher. And Chad, I think you're going to make it uh, another uh, safe pick with Kamala and Abby the Butcher, unless you're going to shock us all. What do you got? <clears throat> well, you kind of read my mind there, but that's exactly what I was, what I, what I was going to say. There you go. And John? <laughs> I say Abdullah. All right. Everyone's gone for a clean sweep here, and you know what? Guest 6 has not given us his answer yet. He'll give us here shortly, however, mind you, on the match I made. All right. That being said, however, we're now going to go over to uh, who has not picked yet, Teller. I think, Chad, you're the only one, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. All right, the Butcher says guest six, however, so he's got that team pick, too. But before we get Chad's pick, let's give out the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. You can listen to us each and every Monday, TalkShoe.com, here on Raw Radio. We're on week 14 already. Next week, folks, for episode 15, we've got a surprise for you guys, however. We're going to talk about the greatest Survivor Series moments in history, the top five and the least top five. And then the following week, folks, as we continue our countdown into Survivor Series, we're going to surprise you all with the best and 
greatest moments and the not-so-great moments of Starcade history, too. So you want to stay tuned to that. And today, before the show's over, we're going to surprise you with a couple stories from Ralph and also the top five and least top five of Halloween Havoc. So uh, with that being said, let's turn it over to Chad with his uh, pick, however. Chad, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to make this pretty interesting here, guys. All right. Uh, we're going to do a we're going to do a battle of muscle. All right. Battle of power. Yes. It is going to be a fatal four-way match. Yes. And to make it even a lot sweeter, it's going to be inside Hell in a Cell. Nice. Yeah. 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 When you see, when you hear who I who I put in this, you're going to you're, everyone everyone's mind is going to be completely blown. Uh, <clears throat> in my personal opinion. We're going to put, uh, let's see, oh, that that's a good one. This is a good one. Okay. Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Batista, and the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, this is good. This is very good. All right, you made the match. Go right ahead with your pick. Well, this is going to, like I said, be a back-and-forth thing. I, I, I think they're uh, uh, back-and-forth here. Uh, I'll make it fast because I don't want to leave you guys. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose I'm gonna choose my man. I'm gonna choose Goldberg. All right, you got Goldberg, uh, John. That's a good pick, though. John, what do yes. you got? Goldberg. I'll be right there. All right. And uh, LT, who do you got? See, I, as I said, my name is LT. And I am a Paul Hammond guy. Brock Lesnar, there you go, folks. Enough said. And Ralph, who do you like? I'm going to just shake the ropes, the warrior. Ah, very nice. Very nice. All right, another good Halloween dream match there by our expert panelist there, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw. All right, guys, let's go to another one as we'll have another one here. We're going to do at least two more rounds each from the four of us. And then we're going to get to the top five and least top five moments of Halloween Havoc. And then Ross going to give us our Kevin Sullivan story that will be very interesting, I'm sure. And then we're going to get the final word in with the Raw preview and Raw rating and all that such here on the show this afternoon. All right, we're going to spin it the clock around this time. And I started with LT last time. And guess six says it's going to be Brock winning that match. So we appreciate his thoughts on this match. This time I want to spin the clock sideways, and I'm going to go to John. You're up first. Okay. Um, I get I guess I'll have Doink uh, the Clown versus Mantar. Mantar was who? Fill us in on that again. Man, Just, just Incredible? Was that Just Incredible? Or Al Snow? Uh, no. Well, we'll find out who it was, though. It doesn't really matter. Or was Mike Halleck. Okay, I think I vaguely remember him, but yeah, it's not a bad scenario. Okay, Doink the Clown versus Mantar, continuing the Halloween tradition theme here on Raw Radio this afternoon. Please tell us who do you like. Uh, I'd say Mantar. All right, one for Mantar. Uh, Chad, who do you like in this one? Chad? I think he had to step out, folks. Okay. Hopefully he'll be back before the show's over. LT, Doink the Clown versus Mantar is uh, John's match. Who do you like here? (laughs) 
Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown. Very nice. Okay, two for two. And Ralph, who do you got? Doink the Clown versus Mantar. I'm going to say any of the doinks. Oh, a bunch of doinks come out out of the... Uh, well, you know, it was doink, but whoever portrayed doink, it yes. was Rio Paolo, Matt Bourne. Yep, Maniac Matt Bourne. You know, so... Who was in the first WrestleMania, also, mm-hmm. against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, if you go back and watch... That was his, a heck of a match, too. Yes, it was. It was a good match. And that was a young Ricky Dragon Steamboat, however. So, uh, let's... And that, that's Holy a good one. crap. What? Hey, guys, yeah. this just in. Yes. This just... LT's got breaking news, folks. So, breaking uh, news. Top WWE diva taking time off. Ooh. I, I heard that one. So. All right. Uh, Nikki Bella looks like she's taking time off from the WWE. And does this, uh, has this, is this taking place effective immediately, LT? Do we know? From what it looks like, yes. Okay, so from, Nikki from, Bella. From her Twitter, you put up a tough fight, Miss Charlotte. Yes. Hold on to that title because my journey isn't over. I feel as if I lost it. I lost it all. I lost it all time to regroup. Hmm. I'll be back. All right, very interesting breaking news just coming into the Raw Radio Studio this afternoon. As LT, however, our uh, updated reporter and our uh, panelist teller just broke in the news, ladies and gentlemen, from San Diego, that Nikki Bella, who is originally from that area, I believe, who will not be fighting now, it looks like, for a while, however, she and her uh, man squeeze, John Cena, are taking some much-needed time off. As Nikki tweeted out today, she has taken some time off after what happened last night with that match with Charlotte. So another superstar taking some much-needed vacation time. So hopefully the Raw and WWE ratings tower go up a little bit tonight, but we're going to have to wait and see. And uh, I believe if Chad Hinshaw is back with us right now, maybe he can give us his opinion about that quickly. Chad, are you with us now? Okay, Chad is not with us now. Uh, John, this is uh, startling news, however, that LT just broke in, however, with Nikki. Uh, what do you make of this uh, story? But before we get your answer, Guest 6 just said Mantar's his pick as well. So go ahead, give us your thoughts about Nikki's uh, shocking tweet here. Finally, finally Nikki deserves some time off. Her and her man really do deserve a lot of time off because of what's been happening. Uh, is, is he back with us now, Mr. WCW, yeah. with us again? Yes, I'm back. Okay. LT just broke in, however, but before we uh, hear, John, your answer again, uh, uh, Mantar was the answer between Doink the Clown and Mantar was the match. However, everyone has chosen Doink except for one person. Guest 6 chose Mantar. Uh, who do you like in this one? I take Doink. Uh, you take Doink as well. And LT just broke in the news uh, of uh, Nikki Bella tweeting out a message. LT, would you uh, please reiterate to uh, Chad right now what you just heard uh, a few minutes ago about Nikki? Well, this this was this was posted this morning. Nikki Bella posted this on her Twitter. You put up a tough fight, Charlotte. Hold on to that belt because my journey isn't over. I feel as if I lost. I lost it all. I feel as if I lost it all. Time to regroup. I'll be back. 
Chad, this is kind of a surprise that Nikki's taking time off as much as her man and now Randy Orton off time. Brock Lesnar not going to be there. What do you make of this uh, startling development by Nikki, especially with Raw in her backyard tonight of San Diego? Uh, this is a complete surprise to me. We've been seeing, of course, uh, uh, the Bellas uh, uh, going nonstop each week here, but it looks like right now it's uh, not going to see a trace of them for quite some time. Uh, this is. And, this... I mean, I mean, she's also, as we've seen, if you guys have watched, yeah, the yeah. Total Diva show, yeah, she's been wanting time off, anyways. Of course. See, she's been talking about wanting time off, even though that show was done, you know, what, four months ago mm-hmm. or three months ago. Right. But mm-hmm. still, she's been wanting time off. She's been war- She likes the belt, but she doesn't like all the stuff that comes with the belt, which is all the hype, all the uh, uh, touring, mm-hmm. getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, having to be here, having to be there. Right, right, right. I can I can agree with where she's coming from, but at the same time, she's got to if she's a champion that much, she's got to do what she's got to do, Howard, and it comes with the territory. And uh, we have heard, and I know they're starting to film Total Divas already, the new season already. I know one of the people they're talking about bringing in is that Amanda Chick, Howard, who will be placing Naomi, and of course that will start off probably in January. They already told Ava Marie, if she was over there, of course, the last few weeks in Paris, I know they're doing a few shows over in the Paris, France region area. And talk about a diva who's really gone backwards more and more by the week. Hour. It's Ava Marie, no question about. But uh, that being said, we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears peeled on how long Nikki's going to be out. I think Nikki might be out till possibly, I'm thinking probably till January. Uh, Chad, would you agree with that maybe, possibly? I, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I think we might have seen probably a little bit too much of her for the time being. I think uh, I think it's about time she... she uh, uh, by the time that, uh, you know, she takes a little bit of breather, kind of like what Cena's doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be, that'd be fine. That's okay with me. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right, we're going to keep our eyes on this Nikki Bell story in the coming weeks, folks. All right, this is a very good breaking news story from our colleague there, LT, at the uh, Raw Radio desk, however, if you will, just breaking in with that story here this afternoon. Give it for one second, but I'll be right back. Yeah. All right, Chad Henshaw will be back, ladies and gentlemen. So we just got Chad's thoughts on the Nikki Bell scenario. We got everyone's thoughts on the Nikki Bell scenario. Very, yeah. very interesting. Uh, right now, uh, we're going to go to another uh, fantasy matchup. However, we already got uh, two of the men. However, I think uh, we got – John, we got your pick in. LT, did we get your pick or not yet? Not my second pick, no. Please do. Go right ahead and share with us this next pick, would you? All right. You guys are going to love this pick. All righty. All right. So we're going we are going three stages of death. Nice. I like it. Okay. But we're also going three stages of death. Actually, no, 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 no not, not three stages of death. I'm sorry. Three stages uh, of hell. Tables, ladders, and chairs. All right. Table. In, in Hell in the Cell. Oh, my. Wow. This is good. Go. Okay. Okay. Tables, ladders, and chairs in Hell in the Cell with a triple tag match. Hell in the Cell, triple threat tag match. Please give us who the teams are. Teams are the Dudleys. Yes. And then 
And, and no, I'm not going Christian and Edge, and no, I'm not going to Hardy Boys. Right. I'm going to Dudley's, the Heart Foundation. Ooh, okay. And then I I, I will go uh, the New Age Outlaws. Ooh, okay. Very, very good here. Uh, give us your pick on this one, Howard. This is a very good uh, match you picked here. I'm going to have to go New Age Outlaws on this one. All right, you're going... Because I am a DX guy as well. Yes, we know that, and very good. And our friend Michelle Lindodds is definitely a B.A. Billy Gunn fan. If she was here, she'd tell you that firsthand, Howard. And I know, Michelle, if you're listening, Howard, you're going to like this, uh, what we picked here. All right, uh, Ralph, who do you like, the Dudleys, the Hart Foundation, or the Outlaws? Good choice, good choice. Yes. Um... Because it's especially, I will say, Devon gets the Mm-hmm. There you go. Devon and Bubba Ray is Rouse pick, and we got LT's pick. Uh, John, who do you like in this one? Uh, the New Age Outlaws. You're going with the Outlaws along with LT. Uh, let's see if Chad Hinshaw or Mrs. WCW is back. Chad, are you with us again? Uh, okay, he is not here yet. You know what, guys? I'm going to be the optimist here. I'm going to take the Hart Foundation and Jimmy Hart and the Megaphone. I think Brett the Hitman Hart and the Anvil are just, with the Hart Attack, it's just too strong. I think the Hart Foundation were a damn good team in their day, and I think they get a big, big win here. So I'm going to take the Hart Foundation and go against you all on this one. All right, right now, and the Dudleys have been guest six picks, so there you go. Nice pick there by guest six. Thank you very much there, guest six. All right, before we get to that one, 724-444-7444. We got a smorgasbord here this afternoon on Raw Radio, episode 14. I am the Iceman, Jerry DiGiamo, Pittsburgh. You got the Human Suplex Machine in Virginia, John Gross. You got LT, our good friend Tim Randalls there, who was at Hell in a Cell, of course, uh, formerly of WXTJP, the Extreme and Blog Talk Radio, and BLK Sheep Radio. Our special guest today, Ralph Atkinson, our newest member, filling in for Gregory Kramer, who, of course, the Diesel is out today. We'll say hello to him. Of course, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, Elvis, of course, stopping by to join us today. And hopefully, we'll have a few more guests join us. Anne Marie Reckenbach might stop by. We hope she swings by, along with the JML Experience. Jeff Teeters, Michelle Lindodds, the mayor of Suplex City, who we'd like to say hello to, and our good friend, the King of Kings, if you will, Gerard T. N.W.O. Smith, of course, in more ways than one, as well as you, the cause. We'd like to start hearing from you as well, Colin, and join our panel as well, and get your thoughts in with our thoughts and opinion, too, and do your fantasy matchups this afternoon. And every week we are on TalkShoe.com, of course, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9 to 11. You can listen to Chad, sometimes Ralph, mostly me, John, in the chat box. LT, you're going to have to start listening or check us out on uh, Revolution Radio Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night from 9 to 11, 11.30, however, 6 to 8 out in your neck of the woods, however, 8.30. And, of course, on Saturday night, you can join Jay, uh, Jeff and well, not Jeff, Gerard and Michelle with the best Saturday night live show, however, no, it's not. Like the old days, how with John Belushi and Gilda Radner and those guys, but they are the Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi of Saturday Night Radio, as I like to call them, however, the Paul and Paula Heyman of Attitude Radio, Gerard T. Smith and Michelle Lynn Dodds. This week they'll be talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Hell in a Cell recap, and also preview our show for episode 15, and that is U.S. Attitude Radio 13892, and the numbers are the same, 1-724-444-7444. You can also call Wolfpack Radio Thursday nights, 138521 
of course, as well as 138055 and 138744 are the other ID numbers. You can listen to all of our shows in the archive, as we're also on Facebook. Thanks to our good friend Gregory Kramer and from Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw. We have a lot of uh, club sites, as you know. Uh, NXT's Greatest Moments, of course, WWE NXT. Of course, we also have Raw Radio Recap, Revolution, Fantasy Matchups. Of course, there's a lot of fantasy matchups right now, and you can start making your picks on those fantasy matchups on the websites right now, or even join our clubs, and we'd like to have you up board with us as members. And you can post pictures, videos, share stories, as well as recaps from past and present shows. And I believe maybe Mr. WCW is back with us again. Let's chime again. Mr. WCW, are you with us again, sir? I'm right here. All right. We uh, took a great match here. as It was tables, ladders, chairs, and a Hell in a Cell triple threat style. The Dudleys, the Hart Foundation, and the New Age Outlaws. Who do you like in this one? Ooh, tough one. I'm going to have to say, I got to say the Hart Foundation. Yep, I went the same way too. So we got two for the Hart Foundation, but a lot of others, however, had the Outlaws. And one person, two people had the Dudleys. So it was a very evenly good matchup. All right, we're going to throw it to you next, however, mind you, as it's your turn to pick, and then I'm going to pick, however, and I think, Ralph, you have one more pick in you, you said, so we'll get to your last yes. pick before we uh, get into your uh, Kevin Sullivan story, and then we'll preview Raw and uh, wrap it up for the day. Uh, so Actually, go right I'll ahead. Do Kevin I'll do Kevin Sullivan another time, but I do want to sell my little... You don't want to share with us today? Not today. All right, that's fine. That's fine. You can share with, if you want to. Maybe next week, maybe perhaps. Yeah, next Monday I will. Okay, next Monday, folks. You want to listen to this on Raw Radio? Uh, uh, great Kevin Sullivan story coming up next Monday. So hold on to your seats, folks. Or as John likes to say, sometimes hold on, hold on to your butts. Thanks, John. I don't know. It's more of a Chris Benoit story. It's a Chris Benoit Kevin Sullivan story. This is going to be very, very interesting, folks. Because Ralph always comes out with some great stories, folks. And I'm um, believe me, these are stories, however, that he knows inside and out. Has heard from the people he knows and the people he has talked to over the years. And this one is going to be a really very detailed story. I'm sure you're looking forward to hearing next Monday. So, uh, Chad, I'm sorry about that, Chad. Uh, uh, next week, however, we're definitely going to be looking forward to hearing this story. So, with that said, let's go back now to Chad uh, with his fantasy matchup. Chad, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um. Okay, we're going to do a we're going to do a tag match from two two huge stables in professional wrestling. Alrighty. And the first stable represented will be the NWO. Mm-hmm. And that tag and that will be and the team represent represent NWO will be Bagwell and Norton, very uh, otherwise known as Vicious and Delicious. Yes. <laughs> Taking on. And you actually brought this team just a minute ago, representing D-Generation X, the New Age Outlaws. All right, DX, New Age Outlaws versus Bagwell and Norton. Very good pick here. Um, just getting this, so please bear with me, folks. Uh, go ahead with your thoughts on this matchup. You made the match, Chad. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, well, this is going to be this is going this is this is be huge. Uh, mm, uh, Bagwell would probably end up trying to deliver a blockbuster on uh, on Michelle's man Billy Gunn. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Road Dog may try to interfere. Scott Norton may intercept him. Uh, this is a tough call, but I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say Vicious and Delicious pull it off. 
All right, Vicious and Delicious is your pick. And you know what? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, DX. Guess six at DX. John, go right ahead. I don't mean to interrupt, guys, but uh, but we had some people backstage at Hell in a Cell and in the arena, old legends like Rikishi. Rikishi was there at Hell in a yes. Cell backstage. Yes. And Michelle McCool and Candice Michelle was... In the was sitting ringside in the arena. Ooh, so we got some more confirmation on people past and present who were there in LA uh, last night at the Staples Center there. So LT, you got some more people who were uh, showing up, uh, big name celebrities and a lot of past and present superstars there last night at the Staples Center. As John broke in the news just now. Cool. All right, uh, you, uh, John, you got the match now. DX New Age Outlaws versus Norton and Bagwell. Who do you like in this one? DX. In the new age DX. All right, and LT, I'm thinking. I know you're going to take DX, so I don't have to guess. And, uh, yes, I am. and Ralph, go right ahead. Off the stuff and Scott Flash Norton. Okay, so you're going with Chad and Bagwell and Norton. Very good, very good. Okay, very good matchups, guys, in this Halloween edition. However, I mean, we've had some really good, scary, uh, intense, very good matchups, and this one's going to blow your mind on my pick, however, as I will make my pick, and then Ralph will get his last pick in before we uh, talk about the top five and the least top five Halloween Havoc moments is we'll get everyone's pick in quickly and then we'll do the raw preview of ratings and what the main event will be tonight in San Diego. Uh, This is mine for the last one of the day. It'll be Finn Balor, the demon, taking on the sting, the crow sting we're talking with the raven, if you will. So, yeah, this one screams... Money, if you ask me. I mean, you got a demon, you got a raven. I don't see him as teammates here. I see him against each other. And you know what, however? I'm going to take the Stinger and the Crow gimmick all the time. I mean, Balor is a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. He's fought over all over the world. Japan, Mexico, Europe. But this time, I think the Stinger gets the best of him. And I think the Scorpion comes into play. Chad, your thoughts about this one? Oh, Finn Balor and Sting. Oh, this is very unique. Uh... Uh, uh, Finn Balor may come up with some very, uh, some very, some very unique high flying moves in this. Uh, but I think in the long run, I think it's going to be in Sting with the death with the death lock on Finn Balor. I think Sting's going to pull it off. All right. <laughs> so there you go, too. John, Finn Balor and the Stinger. What do you like in this one? Uh, Sting. All right. And uh, Ralph, Finn Balor and the Stinger. In. All right, and LT. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know you guys are gonna chastise me. Yeah. For this, I'm not a huge Finn Balor fan. No problem. It's okay. It's I'm really not. Understandable. I, I think I think his gimmick just is is. I think it's been done way too many times. Mm-hmm. Understandable. I think his. I think his entrance yeah. is yeah. it's it's too over the top. Okay. No he's he's not he, he he's trying to do an undertaker entrance mm-hmm. when he's just starting out. Right, understandable. And, and the the dead man's been doing it for twenty five years. That type of entrance was great twenty five years ago. And the reason why we still love it now is mm-hmm. because it's respect. It's respect for Taker. Is right. what it is. 
I, I I'm I'm the sting guy. So you're gonna sting, go sting you're going to sting too. Everyone's taking Sting except for guest six, who takes Balor and the Cootie Grace, if you will, as uh, the man from Wicklow, Ireland. The Emerald Isle, if you will, where it's green full of shamrocks and clovers and just beautiful uh, pubs, if you will. I'm not going to say beautiful. I should say great pubs in Dublin where you can drink all the beer you want and the Guinness all you want, however. So, you know what? He's taking Balor. All right, very great matchups today, guys. I mean, we had some good ones here for Halloween Havoc, and I'm sure we're going to continue this trend on Revolution this week on Wolfpack and Attitude Radio. Who knows? We, we might surprise you. But right now, as we wind down the show here today, we're going to do the do top. Do I have one three minutes to go? we got 15 minutes to go. Yeah, still, mine will yeah. be quick then. Yeah, we'll be quick. And we're going to close out the show today before we get the Raw preview in. Actually, we're going to do the Raw preview first, and then we're going to get everyone's Raw rating, and then we're going to do the last segment of the show, however. So, with all the changes going on Raw, however, heading into tonight, however, I'm going to ask everyone's rating tonight, however, and what the main event will be, and then we're going to do the top five and the top least favorite five moments over the years of Halloween Havoc. So, right now, let's ask Ralph first, however, what his main event will be on Raw tonight, and what the rating will be after what happened last week's disaster was 2-2 rating. Ralph, please go right ahead. I don't see the rating improving. I yes. see maybe a 2.4. Mm-hmm. I guess it's always after the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. The main event... I think it's going to be... Mm-hmm. I'm, going to, I'm going completely off the moon. Go ahead. Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. Mm. Well, we have heard that Brock is not going to be there tonight, apparently. Okay. So, okay. no. Bray Brock Wyatt. will not be there. Yes. Then it'll be Bray Wyatt and... Dean Ambrose, I don't know. Okay, Bray Wyatt and Dean. Okay, very good, very good. And your rating was 2-4, very interesting. Okay, LT, uh, your thoughts about the main event and what the rain will be tonight in... San Diego. Diego. Yes. It's Diago. It's Saint Diego. Saint Diago. Yes. As Ron, <laughs> as as our friend Mr. Ron Burgundy and the Channel Four News team would say it though, with Brick Tamlin, Ryan Fantana, and Champ Kind with Whammy in the middle and Veronica Cornerstone. Please, whammy. Uh, whammy. Yes. Give us your rating in the main event, please. Uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. Yep. Three point tonight. Oh, okay. They're going way up this week. Okay, good. They're going up this week. Uh, I I I'm going to give. Uh, I think the main event tonight is going to be. Uh, I think the last part of the night is going to be Kane getting fired. Mm-hmm. And I I think we see Kane uh taking out Seth Rollins or uh Triple H. Mm-hmm. That's very good. I think that's a, and I think we will see Alberto Del Rio wrestle tonight. Yes. Yes. And you mentioned, we talked about John Laranitis earlier, your buddy, People Power himself. Do they wait till next week in Denver, or do they wait till the U.K. tour to bring him back, do you feel, in two weeks? I think they do it tonight. 
Okay. Yes, they're gonna do it. Now, now, did you hear the news? No. Please share with us. Seth Rollins. Yes. Spoke with CBS Radio Dallas. Yes. And said, stated that he loves to, he he loves to work with AJ Styles. Whoa. Whoa, this is breaking. This is more than breaking, folks. This is earth shattering. Because he used to work with with him with, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes. And Ring of Honor. Hmm. He says that he would be he would love to wrestle with him. Could we see if Seth is the champion by the end of the year going into the Rumble in January, however, they're going to start off the new year and the countdown into Dallas. Could we see a match between those two if WWE decides to take a chance on them? Chad, I want to ask you first, uh, what about this startling development, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles? Chad? Okay, I guess Chad Hinshaw is gone, ladies and gentlemen, unless he comes back before the end of the show. Uh, Ralph, uh, what about this uh, startling development from LT, uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles? What do you make of this? I would love to see that. Yes. The think... phenomenal one. Yes. And Seth Rollins is technical savvy, too. Oh, yes, no doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would be nice. But, yeah. And I know he talks about wrestling, Mm-hmm. The WWE if they want him. Right. But wanting to and signing him and mm-hmm. then getting him prepared for the Royal Rumble era, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But I could see it happening by then, too. That's true. And, uh, John, what do you think of this story that LT just broke in with Rollins and AJ Styles? Will we see that maybe happen? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, anything's possible, as they say in WWE. But, I mean, very, very interesting story, to say the least, coming out of this uh, whole scenario. And we're definitely going to keep, again, we're going to keep our eyes on some of these stories in the next few weeks and in the next couple months. I mean, now that they're almost near the end of the year, however, this is when things start to heat up and the countdown really begins into the rumble, into the new year, and, of course, obviously into the big big show that is WrestleMania 32, which I will be attending at in Dallas, and I'm looking forward to that coming up later on next year. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right, Chad Hinshaw's back, folks. I think you might have heard of the story about the whole thing with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, maybe. Did you hear something about that there, uh, Your Excellency? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, there. What's it there, big guy? Uh, may I ask with you, bud? No, I didn't. That, that, LT, I, I, please I, reiterate I, to uh, Chad the story you heard on CBS Sportsline with Rollins doing the interview. Well, it was on... It was on the site 4W411 Mania Wrestling News that Seth Rollins, in an interview, said that he would love to wrestle AJ Styles, and that he liked he 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 when he used to face AJ Styles in New Japan Pro Wrestling and in Ring of Honor, they had great matches, and he'd love to do it again. Well, there you go. That would be amazing. I mean, we've talked about this on the other shows, including Revolution, Chad. I mean, could we see this scenario play out to be a real reality, shall we say? It could probably perk up uh, uh, it could probably, probably perk up the ratings on Raw, in my personal opinion. Yep, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, and JD, before you go any further, I, ha- I will have to I will have to leave officially for for the day. Okay. So I want to throw out a couple quick things, if I'm mad. I don't mean to interrupt the show. No, by all means, take us with your thoughts, please. Yes, I'll make it fast. 
Uh, be sure, like I said, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, to catch the Mothership broadcast, WWS Revolution, for myself, and kind of way too tough to handle, of course, uh, J.D., uh, being being a, a big part of that, of course, uh, we'll probably have, we'll uh, sure have John and Ralph here on the chat box as well, and several other members of the panel. We just have to handle, but we will, uh, of course, be running down uh, tonight's Monday Night Raw, as well as give our own thoughts and and opinions about uh, the results of Hell in a Cell 2015, <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, we're hoping to do this tomorrow night, and so I want to encourage everyone on the show to do this. Uh, the main event match of the WWS Fantasy Stable pay-per-view, of course, centered around the uh, 10 superstars of, 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 of course, of WCW. And the, the last match, the main event, is still not officially made. Uh, of course, the, the main the main uh, competitor in this match is Sting, and this is the Crow Sting. I will ma- I will, I will make sure everyone is aware of that. Uh, currently, currently, I have said that uh, first three first three. Uh, of the ten choices that I have posted, with three or more votes, will automatically face Sting in a fatal four-way match. Well, I can't make it official that uh, UJD, Gregory, and Ralph mm-hmm. uh, have officially entered Shawn Michaels into that match. Yes. <laughs> so, so, but right now the voting is at a standstill because we still have Gerard, Gerard and JML have voted for Seth Rollins, and yes. John have voted for John Cena. Now, we still need, like I said, two more opponents for this Fatal 4-Way match. Like I said, it's got to be, like I said, I'd like to try to make it, you know, uh, uh, guys, like I said, with uh, three or more votes, if possible. The other choices other than, like I said, Shawn Michaels is already done, so you, so you don't have to consider Shawn Michaels. But other than Seth Rollins and John Cena, the other choices are as follows. Dean Ambrose, Shelton Benjamin, John Morrison, Alberto Del Rio, Charlie Haas, Wade Barrett, and Marty Jannetty. So those, those are your, like I said, Shawn Michaels, you consider him out of the mix because he's already considered in the match. But Rollins, Cena, Ambrose, Shelton Benjamin, John Morrison, Del Rio, Charlie Haas, Wade Barrett, and Marty Jannetty are your other nine choices to see who will face Sting in a federal four-way. But like I said, so far, Shawn Michaels is now considered in that match. We'd love to have this pay-per-view on tomorrow night's Evolution show, if possible. Uh, so, like I said, get get the voting right away, and <clears throat> and like I said, is on the the main page for Revolution Radio, which is facebook.com forward slash group forward slash WWS Revolution Radio. Also, to reiterate, JD, I did hear you plug the uh, Radio Archives Facebook page. Uh-huh. I can't go ahead and let you know and confirm that every single episode up before now is on that page. I actually made that made that done made that official last night. Oh, very uh, so, nice. So Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Attitude Radio, and also the promotions that I do for each show is on that page. Every single one, every single one of them says over almost 150 episodes of, of uh, combined of all of these shows. There you go, so LT. Just to let you know real quick, sorry, Chad, uh, you can listen to all the archive shows of all of us uh, doing our shows. Awesome. Yes. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Radio History. Is is the site? Is the site for the radio archives page? Uh, other than that, uh, that's pretty much all that I have, uh, gentlemen. Uh, it was good talking to y'all, uh, Ralph, John, JD, and of course uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, LT. You, you too, sir. Uh, very, very pleasure, very honorable. Uh, come on and uh, and chew the fat with us here today. Um, but I just want, like I said, let everyone know. Like I said, join us tomorrow night. Uh, like I said, like once again, rundown show revolution 
uh, results of Hell in a Cell and, of course, uh, tonight's Raw. And uh, and it could be either, like I said, our just regular round of fantasy matchups or we're hoping to do the fantasy, fantasy table pay-per-view if this one match can get can officially get voted in uh, by by, uh, tom- by before tomorrow night show. That's from 9 to 11 right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, of course, 1724-444-7444. Uh, call D one three eight zero five five pound, gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for uh, it was a great show today. And uh, uh, JD, John, Ralph, uh, we'll talk to you uh, on tomorrow night's uh, Revolution show. All right, oh, thanks. Man. All right, thanks, John. Before you go, before Hold you on. go, go, ahead, John. I'm. Uh, who knows? I might not be there because I got WWE two K sixteen. Oh, yes, okay. that comes out tomorrow for you uh, fans of the video game system uh, generation, if you will. That should be a very good game to get there, uh, John. Cool. You were telling me about that, actually. And, uh, John, if you, you would like to give us a little bit of report on that game, if you yes. want to take a chance to play on it. Uh, so we'll need to we'll need to uh, hopefully get some more uh, wrestling birthdays and uh, um, uh History and all that. Uh, maybe JD, you might be able to help provide. Yeah, that I'll think of something. Yep, I'll work on it. Yep, I'm working okay, on it. Okay, yep. okay, no problem, uh, gentlemen. Thank you so much for. Thank you so much. And like I said, um, just uh, um, listen in tomorrow night from nine to eleven, right here on TalkShoe.com. Gentlemen, take care, and we'll see y'all on the flip side. And all right, thanks, Remember, Chad. Uh, remember one more thing: hmm. WCBS Radio Network is for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, and it is your wrestling connection. Gentlemen, take care, and we will talk to you on the flip side. All right, thanks, Chad. Indeed, yes, folks. And John has said oh, the game will be out tomorrow. It's going to be very interesting to see how that will go. John, let us definitely know off the air and also on the chat box tomorrow and later in the week how, how that game is. We are looking very forward to it. We want to thank Mr. WCW Chad Inchoff for squeezing in as much time as he could today. We still got... We're going to go over time now, as we say, in sudden death, if you will, in certain things. And since it's Halloween, I'm feeling that way, and we're going to do it today. So we're going to continue on with our uh, show a little longer here. We want to thank Chad Inshaw for joining us. You can still talk to us for a little bit longer. Our 1-724-444-7444, pound one three eight seven four four, and the number one. Right now we've got the big four on. We had five, and now we're down to four. The human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, LT, Tim Randles in California, Ralph Atkinson, Mr. Rasslin, of course, I'm your host, the Iceman, Jared DeGeron in Pittsburgh here on Ron Radio, episode 14. We're here each and every Monday on TalkShoe.com. Gregory Kramer, the Diesel, of course, he is not with us today. We'd like to say hello to him. we also like to say hello to our other panelists, the JML Experience, Jeff Teeters, Amory Reckenbach, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Gerard T. Smith, and, of course, the Rush, Rhonda Rush Wright. Uh, John... We already got everyone's pick, however. Now we're going to you as far as the uh, raw rating tonight and what the main that's event will be. I didn't get my second pick, but that's okay. For what? What was that? Uh, the dream match. You all had two. I only had the one. The fantasy match? Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. Uh, we, we, I totally forgot, Ralph, uh, you had one more match for us. John, yes. hold on to that for just a minute. Ralph's going to give us his last fantasy matchup of the day. So uh, go right ahead, John. Uh, Ralph, sorry. And then we're going to get John's <laughs> rating as far as the matchup tonight and overall thoughts of the show. Okay. Please go right ahead. Because we are doing a Halloween special match. Yes. It's going to be a triple threat. Okay, wait a minute. LT had to say goodbye to us. He didn't have to say Okay, take it. 
Uh, LT, well, th- yeah, thank you, LT, for joining us today. However, uh, we really appreciate you coming on today. Hopefully, you'll make it back again next week or whenever you can. You've been very insightful for all of us. I think everyone enjoyed having you on the show today. It was very exciting to talk to you, and I'm sure all of us agree on the show today. Go ahead, Heller, uh, with your last fantasy matchup out there, Ralph. Okay. It is a triple threat. Yes. In the wheel, make a deal match. Ooh, okay. You have got the Black Scorpion. Yes. Versus the Great Muda. Mm-hmm. That, I'll, I'll refer to it, not the Great Muda, but the Great Kabuki. Ooh. One step further. Versus Kendo Nagasaki. Okay, however, well, his phone died just to let you all know what happened, however, and, uh, oh, yeah. Hold on a second, just a second, folks. All right, uh, so now you've turned this into what, a four-way or a five-way? It's a triple threat. Triple threat, okay. Scorpion versus Kendall Nagasaki. Versus the great Kabuki in a spin the wheel make the deal, and you must have a match name. This is a very interesting match, however. All right, uh, John, give us your uh, pick on this one, and then we'll get Ralph's pick. All right. For my Raw right now, I'll have 2.6, maybe what LT was saying. Maybe we could have Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. But, yeah, I think it's possible that we see Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns team up against Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. I don't know. That's a good possibility. We'll have to see that. I mean, so you you made a good observation there, uh, mind you. Very, very good observation as far as uh, tonight's shows go and the rating. Uh, Give us your thoughts now about what Ralph's uh, dream match was. Uh, Please uh, share with us your thoughts about that one. Oh, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. But I call this a draw. With all three. Okay. They're going to do back, going back to Sabu. Uh, who was it? Sabu, Terry Funk, and Shane Douglas. The night the line was crossed back in February 94. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting observation there. What was John. the special email? Just out of curiosity. What's that? What was the spin on it? The spin, uh, the spin will be hardcore. Okay. Hardcore. Each one of them can do one. So. Oh, yes, no doubt. So John's going with draw. LT, of course, uh, had to go suddenly, and that's understandable. And we want to thank him again for coming on today. Chad Hinshaw, of course, also joining us. Hey, Mr. WCW, he said, you can listen to him each and every week, however, mind you, however. And uh, very good scenario here. Uh, Ralph, you made the match, so go right ahead. I'm going to say it will be a coal miners glove match. All right. Very good. Won by Kendall Nagasaki. Kendall Nagasaki. Very good. Okay. So Nagasaki is his pick. And I'm going to take Kabuki. Kabuki and the Gary Hart Arsenal work for me every time. How I'm watching some of his old matches back in the day of the 80s in WCCW. How so I'm going to take the great Kabuki in this one. As much as I want to go with Muda, I'm going to take Kabuki instead. All right, and now for my pick about Raw tonight, however, before we uh, continue on, ladies and gentlemen, however, as we are now way over our time limit, but we don't care. We're still having fun anyway, and that's the objective, having fun here. I am going to say tonight's main event will be... Mm, this is tough. This is very tough. 
But you know what? I'm going to say the Dudleys and Roman Reigns and Ambrose make it an eight-person tag against the Wyatt family, however, all <laughs> in the new day. Actually, I, I'm going to change name, but when you get done with yours. Go ahead. That's no problem. So that's my pick, however. It'll be, you're going to see 16 bodies. It's going to be four. It's going to be tough. Hour, four, it's going to be elimination rules. What it is, whoever gets eliminated first, the first team of, of the – it'll be tough to do. I mean, one segment you could do four and four. Later tonight, you can do another four-on-four four scenario, especially with the way the roster's thin right now. So that's what I'm going to go with. But, uh, Ralph, go right ahead. I, and I was just thinking this. I believe that the boys are going to actually win the tag titles mm-hmm. on tonight's show. Right. So that's my prediction. Yeah. I, I said before you came on tonight, today, even LT said the same thing. I think... I mean, someone said it should happen. I think we have to have it on, however. Eventually, the Dudleys have got to get the belts. The question is, when is it going to happen? Where is it going to happen? It could happen as early as tonight or maybe tomorrow night in Phoenix. We really don't know. But right now, they've got to do something and do something very soon. Because I think right now, like LT said, like Chad said, even uh, John said, however, they're just really screwing around with the Dudleys right now in more ways than one. But we're going to keep our eyes on it, no question about it. All right. Now we're going to go to the final segment of the show before we call it a day here. And this is going to be called the top five great moments and the least favorite five great moments in Halloween Havoc history. I mean, right now, however, mind you, uh, uh, just a second here. Havoc moments and least five uh five moments. Uh so we're gonna get everyone's prediction, however. Uh Chad and uh like I said, LT had to go, so hopefully they'll listen to this and then maybe they can give their thoughts on uh, their opinion how either on Facebook or on our one of our web pages with their moments and even rate or on the radio, however, down the road sometime like tomorrow or later on this week. Uh Ralph, we're gonna start with you first, however, about the top five great moments in Halloween Havoc history, so please give us your top five if you could. Um I'm just trying to. I think the concept of spinning the wheel with Rick Rude and Sting. Yep, that's a good one. Number five. Yep. I'm just trying to figure through the years because there was some really good and really crappy stuff. Yep, we're going to get to the least crappy stuff next. Don't worry. Yeah. Fourth would be Rick Rude's debut. Yes, as the Halloween Phantom. Yes. When Paul Heyman was. uh, Coming out of nowhere, no one saw that coming. Yes, that was 1991, I want to say. Yeah. 91. 1991. Yeah, because... I can only think of three. No problem. Number three was the Black Scorpion being revealed as Ric Flair. Ah, yes. Okay, and I think... What year was that? Do you remember? It was 92, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 92 or 93, yeah, sounds about right. Okay. Because that, I mean, because, or 90 even, because it was in the After Magazines where it just said Black Scorpion yeah. reading from question marks where question marks. Yes. And um, I heard originally they were looking at getting um, Arn Anderson mm-hmm. as the Black Scorpion. And yes. And I heard Lex Luger was another choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But seeing... You know, Ric Flair and Sting who put on a wrestling clinic. If right. If you want to see some good stuff. Right. And what about the ones we mentioned at the start of the show, and you were kind of like getting into the show today, like the Eddie Guerrero and uh, DDP uh, Savage yeah. and the Las Vegas matches that they happened that same year at Halloween Havoc 97. Would you throw those two up there? 
Yeah, definitely. Eddie Guerrero, very underrated. Yes, very, I agree. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Chris, and I'll get on I want the reason why I'm pushing over with the Chris Benoit situation is yeah. WCCW related. But right. the Von Erics had probably the best talent mm. and the best storylines. I mean yes. when you can genuinely pack the sportatorium, mm-hmm. same night go to a different town yep. and be packed with their forty thousand fans in what, Israel? Yeah. And no matter where they went, they were packing. Yes, exactly. Right, I agree. So, I mean, if you want, and a lot of stuff Vince still uses today mm-hmm. are from world class, and half the time it bombs. To be honest with you. Right, right, right. I understand. I understand. We're talk. We'll definitely get into that next week, because like you said, you got a good one with Ben Watson, and I think all of us want to hear. And this is going to be very interesting. Okay, uh, very good top five there, John. Give us your top five. Uh. All right. Uh, 1997. Yep. Um, Hogan versus Warrior. That was Piper. That was 98, you're thinking. But go on. You had Vegas. That was Savage and DDP in the Las Vegas Sun Death match, and also Ray and Eddie, but go on. Um... Sting and Brett. Yep, that was that was in I think ninety was that ninety eight? Yes, it was. Brett and Sting, however, it was in ninety eight. Go on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Hogan and Flair. Yes, that was in I'm gonna say ninety four. I think it was. I'm guessing. Yes, it was. It was in ninety four. Yep. Good. Um. And yeah, two more. The Giant and Hope winning the WCW title in ninety five. Yep, the famous uh, monster truck battle. That's right. Or <laughs> Hogan, the giant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was when Jimmy Hart went against Hogan. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what else. I can't think of nothing else. That's good. I mean, that's all right. You got some good ones there. All right, I'm going to go with the two I've mentioned all day show on all, on the show all day is Ray and Eddie, and of course the other one, DDP, and of course uh, Savage. Another match that really jumps out at me, however, is probably the matchup uh, like you mentioned was '95 Hogan and. Uh, the Giant, as well as Hogan and Flair from 94, so I'm going to put those two there. This fifth one's going to throw you for another curveball, guys. I like my lightweight heavyweights, as you know. Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio from 1996, however, for the Cruiserweight title. Those guys had a phenomenal almost 20-minute match, however. It was one of the two best matches on the show, if you ask me. Uh, an honorable mention should go to this one, however. I think a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy, but I'm going to say it anyway. It was probably maybe the Piper-Hogan uh, affair, however, from 97, yeah. too. So I'm going to put that as an honorable mention. And I'm going to ask you both how quickly, with one honorable mention, out of all the Halloween Havoc matches, which one should get the honorable mention? Ralph, will go with you first. Oof. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. Um, I'll agree with you on that one. Okay, and John? What was that? Uh, one honorable mention. 
of what match out of all the ones I've mentioned, and we've all mentioned different ones, however, would be one match you would say would get an honorable mention to? I mean, which one would you say be the least uh, honorable mention to? I mean, um, Goldberg versus DDP. Okay, very good. Very good. That's not a bad one. Okay, very good. Quick question on that with Dean Malenko. Sure. Was that the year he was ranked number one by PWI? Yes, I believe so, in 96. Yeah, I think so, 96. The first yep. non-world champion getting in. And yep. during his prime, I was dreaming, praying, hoping he would be a world champion. Yes, I believe that. I think that was about that time because Malenko had arrived from ECW the year before with Eddie and Chris and those guys. Yeah. And uh, like I said, how I the, my first match I watched him in was about the same time I watched Ed, uh, Ray in, and that was the Great American Bash that same year, '96, when uh, they uh, made things exciting. Because I became a fan of both of those guys within like not even that very night. I was I was like, wow, who are these two guys? These guys are amazing. And that's when I started really liking the cruiserweights more and more. I mean, that's when I took to the cruiserweight division. I should. Say. He became a big fan overnight. All right. Uh, let's go now to the top five least favorite moments of the uh, Halloween Havoc era. And this time, I'm going to spin the wheel and go with me first. I'm going to say the ones I didn't like were, uh, well, Sting and Jake Roberts had some shaky parts out of 92, so I'm going to say that's number one. Number two, I'm going to say the whole Goldberg-Sting thing from 2000 is number two. Number three... Probably the quickest match maybe ever in Halloween Havoc history, and I think it was. If I can just find it here. I just saw it. At, where was it? I just saw it. I mean, I have it here. Bear with me. It, it is... Uh, uh, here it is. Okay, I found it. Randy Savage versus the Zodiac. That's number three. Number four would have to be maybe the matchup, however, with the Halloween Phantom and Tom Zing from 91. And number five, Howard, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that this match was... It was uh, Road Warrior Hawk from 1995, Howard, taking on, believe it or not, Kurosaw, believe it or not, with Colonel Rob Parker. So those are my top five least favorite moments in Halloween Havoc history. Uh, Ralph, give us your top five least favorite five moments of Halloween Havoc history. I can't come up with five, but I've got one. All right, go ahead. It's not necessarily a match, but the Yeti debut. Oh, yes, that same year, 95. Yes, okay. What, Very... Was it him and Big Show? Was it with Hogan? Yeah, that was the year when Sullivan Sullivan went, Sullivan and the Big Show and Jimmy Hart all attacked Hogan in 95. Yeah, that was yes. the same year that Hogan dropped the show. I'll, I'll just say a threesome, and I'll keep it at that. That's as soon <laughs> as I can say it. That's right. That's I right. I mean, and don't get me wrong, the guy who portrayed him, Ryan Rice, yes. very underrated, too. Yes, 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 yes. But could you imagine coming out with that costume? Oh, <laughs> my God, it's a monkey. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. How, how, can, how can you do? see going to the ring, even? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I kept thinking when I seen that was... A Scooby Doo impersonation. <laughs> they got it with yeah, with the, with the mummy wrap. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. That's, that's what's on my mind from there. Oh, no question about it. That, that, that's, that's pretty good, though. All right, uh, John, what do you got for your last uh, top five, the least favorite moments in Halloween Havoc history? And Guest Six has left the chat. We want to thank Guest Six for coming in today. Hopefully, Guest Six will call in next week. Uh, go ahead, John. All right, Hogan threw the giant off the river. Yes, that same year. Yep, ninety five. Okay. Um, 
1999 when Sting and Hulk Hogan had uh Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that was a three-second match. That's the yeah. match I can find. Yeah, okay. What the was the finger doing the death? Which one, was that a Halloween Havoc? What's that? The, the finger pointing of death. Was that a Halloween Havoc? No, that was on Nitro, January 4 of 99. Okay. okay. Got any other good ones there, John? Yes, I'm still here. Uh, I know you are. You got two so far that are good. The Yeti in 1995. Yeah, we mentioned him already. That's three. Yep. I think we're all still going to agree with Yeti. No doubt. <laughs> what about the one I picked? Jake the Snake and Stinghauer. When uh, St- Jake the Snake wasn't long in WCW. I mean, he was only in there for a short time, however. And the Snake kind of bit him, though, in 92. But that was the coal miner's glove. Yes, that was in 92. Yep, that's correct. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Halloween Havoc, was that the Doomsday of Horrors match in 1991? Yeah, the Chamber of Horrors match, yes. Oh, my God, yes. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that was when, uh, who was it? It was El Giante, Giant Gonzalez, yeah. Sting, Rick and Scott taking on Abby the Butcher, Scott Hall, our good friend, the bad guy, George T. Smith's favorite guy, Mick Foley, and Big Van Vader to start the show. And yeah. that was in Tennessee. Yes, that was your With opening Robocop. match. Can't forget Robocop. No, that was 90, I thought. Wasn't that 90? Okay, anyways, that was another bad one. That was another great... Yeah, that was another in another paper. Yeah, I know you're at there, Ralph. Yeah, that was in 91. You're right there. That was the uh, Chamber of Horrors match, so, John. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah, that that was my least part. <laughs> <laughs> good. I mean, we're all picking good ones here today, guys. I mean, we really are. And uh, you got one more. Um. Okay. Here we go. All right. Uh, um... Goldberg and Chronic. Yep, main event from the last one, 2000. Very good, I picked that one too. Alright guys, I mean, we all got good Halloween Havoc moments, good and bad. We wish our other panels would have weighed in their thoughts, but I'm sure they'll weigh in with their thoughts eventually later in the week sometime, or on the chat box or whatever, or here on our Facebook page. We love to hear from you all. And with that said, this is now the final little bit as we are now over Way over our time, but we are so glad you could listen to us here today. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four one three eight seven four four and the pound number one. You can listen to us each and every week on TalkSue.com. Gregory Kramer, the Diesel, will be back next week. Ralph Atkins and Mr. Rasslin will be joining us on the chat box later on this week, however, on Revolution as well as Wolfpack Radio and also Attitude Radio. But he will be back in the saddle with us next week, however. On uh, Raw Radio, he will have a great story and some great stories for us all. Because next week, folks, we got a great show for you lined up, Power, for Episode 15. That's right, 15 shows as of next Monday. We'll be talking about the best and worst moments of Survivor Series. We'll also be taking a look back from Raw and SmackDown as well as NXT from this past week and get you set up for the Survivor Series, which is less than a month away. And then the following week, two weeks from today for Episode 16, we're going to talk about the best and worst moments of Starcade history. And I know you guys are all looking forward to that as well. So... Uh, before we call today, I'm going to ask John, does he have any final thoughts for today? Nope. All right. And John, of course, and I will be listening tonight, and we'll be calling in to our favorite station, the voice of uh, Nation Wrestling, with our good friends Harry Broadhurst and his friend Tony Acero, who would like to say hello to them. And hopefully they will be listening in and calling into our show one of these times. We always give them a plug on our show, and they let us give plugs on our their show however, for our show as well. So, guys, Harry and Tony, we hope you're listening in, and we'd like to let you call in. And Ralph, do uh, you have anything to close us out with today? 
Yes, I do. Speaking of world class, yes. last Saturday they lost Fritz's Fritz von Erich's wife. Yes. The patriarch of the von Erich family. And in my personal opinion, the real first family of wrestling. Oh, yes. Uh, we we um, heard about that, John. I'm sure you heard about this, too. But go on, Ralph. Please, uh, go ahead. There is a um, sympathy card going around for Kevin and the family. Yes. Would it be okay if I put post it on the Facebook radio page? By all means, please do. And post it to every, all of our clubs, however, yeah. and everyone else out there in Radio Land to listen to, for not just our sites and our yeah. club radio show, radio show, but all the clubs we're in and everywhere else for that matter. Yes, please sign up for that, ladies and gentlemen. As uh, Ralph just said, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Kevin Von Erich and his family right now. As you um, said, his mother lost, uh, sadly lost her life last weekend. And also, too, uh, before we continue, Ralph, I want to send out uh, get well wishes and prayers to the Oklahoma state tragedy victims that happened this past weekend what a horrible horrible scary ordeal that was this past weekend there in Stillwater. we're thinking of you as well okay may i finish up with this please do yeah by all means yeah um as some of you know i'm friends with a bunch of their friends yes um and of course it's always you know please respect your privacy and all this but i guess Kevin is mm-hmm. going through a real rough time. Mm-hmm. You know, losing his dad, losing all his brothers. Yep. You know, trying to get his son Ross and Marshall into the wrestling business. Right, I remember hearing something about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I just got off Facebook with Marshall, I think. Uh, okay. And, of course, um, just keep them. I mean, there's, there's tragedy. Super succeeds the wrestling industry. Oh, by far, no doubt. You know, yes. I mean, they are still. I mean, they are still talked about the tragedy of the losses. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, the toughest was probably David. What's that? From what I've heard, the toughest loss mm-hmm. that Fritz took his took to his grave in the nineties yep. would be David. Oh, yes, no doubt. We've talked about that before, no doubt about it. And now uh, he is reunited, sadly and tragically, as you've mentioned, and we've talked, just talked about it, with uh, Kevin's mom and the boy's mom and certainly uh, Mrs. Atkinson, Von Eric, if you will. Uh, from all of us here at Raw Radio, goodbye. We will miss you. We will think of you always, and uh, we will never forget you. And certainly hey, it's yeah, been a very tough time. And yes. one more thing. I'm sorry. Sorry, John. I will... I got the DVD. It is not a WWE DVD. Yes. But it is an excellent DVD. I want to say the rise and fall of world-class championship wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, it's, again, um, How many discs I can't is remember the one. I'm sorry, bud. How many discs is it? Do you know? I think it's only a two-disc DVD, if I can find it. Please I'll post it. Yeah. We would like to have it posted. Yeah, if you could post it for all of us to show yeah. and let everyone see it. Yeah, I think everyone would want to check this out because I think I. A, I mean, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. It was. I mean, very rarely do I sit down and watch a DVD. Mm-hmm. I watch this through. Yes. And let me tell you, it is a tearjerker. Yes, it is. I, I think I know. I think I have the same one you do, and I think all of us. Uh, and if you've not seen it, you have got to check it out and follow. Is that the one with um, Kevin visiting the sportatorium? Uh, 
No, no, it's a different one then. I'm thinking the yeah. time for tragedy. Lying to one where he's actually in the old sportatorium. And I'm sure he got choked up, and I think he had every reason to be choked up because that was their business for the longest time yeah. before the McMahon's, before the uh, Jim's, Jim, Jim Crockett and the Vern Well, this is around the Vern Gagne time, I should say. Before the Crockett's and the Vince McMahon's, you had Fritz von Erich and, of course, uh, like I said, who was ever heading the National Wrestling Alliance at the time. Oh, uh, no, you also had the Capital Wrestling Conference. Oh, okay. Okay. Which was Vince McMahon's grandpa, mm-hmm. Tootsmont, and I can't remember, and they were called the Goldust Trio. Wow, okay. Very interesting. So, again, that's because it was the, um, the NWA, mm-hmm. but back then it wasn't the National Wrestling Alliance, it was the right. National Wrestling Association. That's right, that's right. Which was, which was combined with a boxing commission. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very interesting. I mean, a way to close out a good Halloween Havoc. Halloween, well, I almost said Halloween Havoc. I did say Halloween Havoc. Halloween yeah. show. But very good uh, story there, uh, Ralph. And certainly, we're going to have to check this out. And like you said, if you post it to all of the group pages and for everyone else on Facebook who wants to check it out, please do. Uh, John? Jay, yes. Via request, since uh, one of Von Eric's passed away mm-hmm. in Oklahoma tribute. Yes. And what happened with Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. I'd like to do something. All right. Well, let's. Why don't we do that now? Uh, we're gonna call, we're gonna call it a day. Ralph, thank you for calling in today. We'll check in with you later on this week on the chat box. And again, we'll have you back again next Monday. Thank you for calling in today. And again, we've got some great stories next week for you all. Again, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four pound one three eight seven four four and the number one. You can listen to us as we are going way over our time limit but we don't care. We're having fun since it's a Halloween Havoc <laughs> show anyway. And we figure, what the heck? Since I'm allowed to do it, might as well. Anyway, folks, we'll check back in with you later in the week, however, and, of course, we'll be back again next Monday. Hopefully, Gregory Kramer will be with us, the Diesel. Ralph will be with us. John will be with us. Hopefully, LT will be with us, our good friend Tim Randles. We want to thank him for coming in. Chad Hinshaw and joining us today. We also want to send out hello to all of our other fans, Jeff Teeters, the JML Experience, Rhonda Rush Wright, Anne-Marie Reckenbach, Michelle Lynn Dodson, of course, Gerard T. Smith. So John's going to take us out with the final theme of the day. We will check back in again with you next Monday. And with that said, John, take us out as we are calling it a day. In honor of the Oklahoma tragedy and in honor of one of Von Eriks. Please do. It's going to be in their honor. Yes. All right. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the thing, the only thing that's real. The needle tears a hole, the old familiar stain. Try to kill it all away, but I remember everything. What have I? Can we do this in full, JD? Yeah. How long is it? My sweetest friend. Everyone I know. Why?
Is that it? Not yet. All right. How long is it? Three minutes and 36 seconds. All right. Keep it on, and then when it's done, let me know. All right. No, I'm going to close it right now. Yeah, just close it now. I'm ending it now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.